Am I not pretty enough? Is my heart too broken? Do I cry too much? Am I too outspoken? Don't I make you laugh? Should I try it harder? Why do you see? What's happening? I breathe a lot of rain on me. I sleep, I wake, I try hard not to break. I crave, I love, I've waited long enough. I try as hard as I can. <laughs> Holy shit. They laugh. They laugh. <laughs> You're so happy about this. About what? About killing them. Yeah. Why are your notes wet? Um, you spilled water private. on them now? Oh, it's oh, okay. The film got you excited, I see. No, I Correct. spilled water on them. Disgusting. Okay, welcome. Hi, my name's Abby. Hi, Abby. Welcome, welcome to This is an Intervention. Oh, what? It's an intervention for you, Matthew. Oh, what's the intervention for? You know what it's for. Uh, it's gone too far. Wait, are, are you talking about how I keep talking about semen? No. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, of course not. No, that doesn't mask. need an intervention. It's the mask. Oh, it's the required. mask. Okay. Well, I got it today. Mm-hmm. So you're making an intervention right away? Yes. Okay. They tell have, me, tell me more. They have to snip it in the bud. Mm-hmm. What's the problem? Because I know what happens. I've seen the mask. Oh, well, you know, I've been trying. It hasn't happened yet. But relating to the mask, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, did you not notice my change in personality? Do you not see how now outgoing and funny and crazy I am? Is that what it is? Yeah. Is that what's happening? Yeah. Can't you see it? So apparent. Smoking. Oh no. Hey, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Um, uh, It's called Fuck on Kill, where we talk about um, the wish items I've acquired. (laughs) So one. So it's only one. This episode one and final. The mask. Probably not gonna buy again. Mm. Uh, Yeah, I ordered some stickers. Oh, nice. I would say that my purchase was more thrilling than your purchase. I ordered a lot of stickers. <laughs> that is quite thrilling when you say it like that. No, but I ordered, um, as any respectable young man with his own income, I spent my money to order a replica of The Mask from the 1994 Jim Carrey film The Mask. Uh, it's a very good replica, actually, especially for, for a Wish product. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Uh, it looks kind of like green Groot. Yeah, it's got a green gritty thing. I don't think it's wood, but it's got like a. It's not plastic but either. It's obviously not wood. Well, yeah, but it's like. Well, it's, it's supposed to look like wood, uh, but it's also not plastic. It's like it's quite hard. Uh, I'm very like impressed by the materials. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Yeah, and it's got a little strap so you can actually wear it uh, while you're getting up to mischief. Hmm. Uh, I paid thirty bucks for it, and honestly, I would say that's a fair price for this. That's quite a lot for a wish, though. Yeah. I spent um, about a euro. Yeah, it makes on, sense. On each. Stickers. On each sticker. No, on each collection of Collect- stickers, yeah, which yeah. is like fifty stickers. No, that makes sense. Okay. For one euro. Uh huh. Just bought lots of them. Okay. 
Well, whatever makes you happy. I don't know what I'm going to do with them. Yeah. Put them on the mask, maybe. See, but I know what I'm going to do with the mask. What are you going to do with it? Wear it. When? Constantly. Hmm. That's actually, I can't do it because it's very uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) So the one thing you were going to do with it. Yeah, it's not not good for it. But it it lays on my desk. It looks pretty cool. Hmm. I would say. Well. Maybe it's going to, you know, improve my relations with the ladies. Because there's nothing that the ladies like more than... 1994 the, film, The Mask. Exactly. Jim Carrey. Yes. I like a few things. Somebody stop me. I wish I could. I really wish I could. You brought up the topic yourself. You're right. So anyways, this is the end of the podcast <laughs> where we talk about the, the items I purchased from Wish because that's the only one. Yes. Now welcome to Fuck Hunt Kill. Yeah, well, we're here. We can do fuck on kill. We may as well. We're here. May as well. Let's just do it. Yeah. Uh, or maybe we should do the one where we talk about uh, peeing first. Um, no, we'll do. No, we'll, we'll put this we'll off. Schedule that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll do fuck on kill first. Okay, so fuck on kill. What's the what's the premise of this show, Abby? This is a it's a horror podcast. Oh, it's very spooky. You podcast. mean it's a spooky podcast? Pretty spooky. Oh, so Scary. we're gonna we're gonna try to spook our listeners. Well, we might try to spook them. Hmm. But we might spook ourselves. Oh. Or you could spook one another if you consent. Inception. Mm. That's a film. Not a horror film, mind you. Yes, we watch horror films, to we, be precise. Exactly. We watch horror films, and then at the end of the show, we talk about who we want to fucking hunt and kill. Yeah. Fucking hunt and kill. <laughs> Perfect diction. Yes, we, we, yes, we play a game that we made up. It's kind of like fuck marry kill except spooky that was beautiful thank you see that's thank you for making the job of the editor easier so now that he doesn't have to put in a scary sound effect that's why i made the that's why i did my vocal warm-ups yeah oh yeah that's nice yeah well okay so it's a very it's a very special week this week fuck i forgot about this yes it is it's in fact a holiday special episode oh my god another one i know so many holidays in this world for all you lovebirds out there oh yeah so we're celebrating the coronavirus outbreak no april fool's day oh sorry idiot let me do a what's his name tommy was olaf oh please attempt (laughs) <laughs> that was my best right, attempt. No, I that, was, that was an attempt. I haven't tried in a while. Because he doesn't really laugh, he just pushes it out of his lungs. <laughs> yeah, it's good. So you have the um, benefit of being... Uh, what a story! Oh. Sorry, you can go. I was saying you have the benefit of being Polish. Mm. Which Tommy was in may or may not be. No uh, one knows. Ooh, I might go to court if I confirm <clears throat> this for you. <laughs> That's actually true. There is a court case going on oh, never for mind. the for the documentary film Room Full of Spoons. Tommy was always from censored. <laughs> and I definitely don't know. We don't know. And no have no knows. proof whatsoever where he's from. It's a secret. Please don't sue me, Tommy. Sue him. And now I answered like a very long clip from the room so that we get copyright stricken. Stricken? Wait for it. Go. Now you're listening to the room. Oh hi Mark. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Very good. See, you were watching The Room. How was it? Did you like it? Hope you liked it. Well, now we're going to talk about <laughs> a different film, which is a bit better than The Room. Only a little bit. 
Oh, you didn't like this one either? No, I loved it. (laughs) I won't be very surprised if you didn't like that. Um, Yeah, so it's a happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day, fucking... You hoes. If you're in love, that just means that you're giving yourself away. It's disgusting to be in love and kiss someone. Exactly. Horrible. Especially at the same time. If you're in love with somebody and you don't kiss them, that's disgusting. If you kiss somebody you don't love them, that's disgusting. But if you kiss somebody and you're in love with them... You may as well give up right now. Right, just give up. It's too uh, late for stop you. Stop listening. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it's Valentine's Day. Uh, it's the holiday of people who are gullible and believe in love. So because of this, we decided to choose a film which focuses on interhuman relationships, yes, I guess. It's called The Loved Ones. It's called, it's, the it's called The Loved Ones. It's called The Loved Ones. That's the name of the film. It's made by Mr. Chamber. It's Australian. It's an Australian film. His uh, feature film debut. And he only made two films to date, which I'm very sad about. Sean. Sean, where, sure, where are you? I'm sure it's not his fault. I'm sure nobody wants to give him money for this. Um, which I'm very sad about. Like, please, somebody give Sean some money. So Tommy. Do. Tommy, was out. If you're listening, you've got so much dollar. Instead of going around and suing people like us how about you go and, and give some money to Mr. Sean Byrne so give he can back. make another film yeah exactly he might give you a little cameo you never know yeah you might get to be a star oh, he's already a star true but we love you Tommy yeah big 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 friend of the podcast we're scared he's gonna sue us yeah we, I, I think they get the joke <laughs> um Abby you've never seen this film before no had you had you seen it yeah mm. Do you like it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I quite really like the it. film. I really liked it. That's good. I'm glad you liked it. I like this film, but I like Sean Burns' follow-up film called The Devil's Candy a lot more. Hmm. But The Devil's Candy is not a Valentine's Day film. Uh, it's more about family. It's more about mm-hmm. uh, the devil. It's more about his heavy candy. metal. Uh, his candy, yes. And The Devil's Candy is children, of course. So it's more about that. Uh, and I'm not going to spoil more. That sounds uh, fun. It's even more about heavy metal than this. Oh, whoa, whoa. that's interesting. Which is so great. Sean Byrne loves heavy metal. He definitely does, yeah. That's why you love it so much. Uh, one of the reasons, I think, like, you know, this film just uses metal as a little cool stylistic thing. But I think The Devil's Candy is about metal and, like, captures the the feeling of metal in a lot of ways like classic mm. metal and i think captures uh, the vibe of people who listen to metal in a way that not a lot of films are able to so that's also a big reason why i like the devil's candy because it's it portrays you know metal loving people as very uh honest and kind of down to earth and just fun you know just good mm. and what well, from my experience very true for clarity we're talking about the music heavy metal that is correct not like just metal in general not like uh the material the material no but we're not talking about the devil's candy we're talking about about the loved loved ones ones. so what'd you like about it abby um um so what i liked about this film is the general like stylistics of it i thought was great Mm -hmm. um i really loved the way that they used heavy metal i don't like heavy metal music Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't enjoy listening to it but the way they used it was really smart um, so I liked that, but just the the kind of the concept and the way that they portrayed it, I guess, just the way it was done, I thought it was really really good and really different. 
Um, okay, yeah. But in terms of like metal music or just in terms of the general vibe? No, of the, the general vibe of the film. Yeah, I would agree. I think it's got a quite, you know, it's. I don't think it's that specific. Like it's not like no, like it's not a film that's like the most original film thing you've seen in years or anything like that. I wouldn't call it that. But it's got its own, you know, little style. Yeah, and I'm I'm always really into uh, like when the antagonist or like you know the evil person in a film is a woman or a you know a girl, yeah, a female. Uh, I always think that's really interesting. Yeah, you're really into that because yeah. women are more interesting than men oh, uh, fundamentally. Me. Probably true. Yeah. Funda womenly. <laughs> um, what do you like about the loved ones, Mache? Um, well, I think it's quite effective in what it's trying to do. The first time I watched it, so I watched this with my friend Fredo when we were on Erasmus, um, and I remember that because I was, I think, getting into the Jello thing. I think I was watching a lot of Argento at the time, and I was on Erasmus, so I had loads of time and was drunk all the time. So I watched a bunch of different films, and we watched that in our room. And I think I was just looking into trying out some more extreme horror films, and this had a reputation for being quite extreme, yeah. uh, which I guess it is. Although uh, I think even watching it then, I was like, "Oh, that wasn't as yeah. bad as I thought it was going to be." I wouldn't say it's the most extreme. Yeah, but still, it's quite effective <clears throat> in that um, feeling of dread, mm. and it's quite effective in setting up the mood. And yeah, when all the nasty stuff happens, I think it's. It's well done and uh, does make me shiver a little bit sometimes, which I think is what they were going for. So that's what I liked about it. I also, this time a bit less, but the first time I watched it, I think I was surprised that it's not stupid. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think I had a I had an idea that all torture porn films are stupid or that they are just exploitative and nothing else. Uh, an idea that I turned around on completely over the last few years. Yeah. And I think that exploitation films are... Well, sometimes they're stupid, but you know. I think that I like them. for me, because you had set it up, you had described it as torture porn. Yeah. But for me, I didn't necessarily think it was like torture porn, because in my mind, torture Sorry. porn. No, you're fine. In my mind, torture porn is like torture, or like that kind of thing, for the sake of torture, but it's not necessarily doing anything important in the film. Like Saw. I feel like a lot of the time that's just like, oh, lots of violence all of the time. Blah, blah, blah. Every single frame well, is torture. I think torture porn relates to torture is the main part of the film or like is a very pivotal plot point, mm. which is true for Saw. That's, yeah, this, that's, yeah, I guess that's true for the loved ones. I don't know, that was just always my understanding yeah. of torture porn is that I don't like torture. <laughs> I don't like to, well, I never in any situation, yeah. you know, enjoy the concept of torture. But like in film, I think it's that thing of having sort of like torture, those kind of horrible things just for the sake of it, to me, is never yeah. as effective as like when it fits into the plot. Yeah, but I don't think the term torture <clears throat> porn implies that it's not, you know, that it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's just like people, like, it's, it just feels like such an aggressive term because it uses the word porn. This uh, is true. But I don't think it necessarily means that it's pointless or anything like that. Just like exploitation, just like rape revenge doesn't necessarily mean that the film is... About rape. Well, no, it should be probably about rape, but it doesn't oh. necessarily dictate that it doesn't have value or that it's stupid, you know? I see. That's just what I, that's all I mean, you know? There, there are a lot... I love rape revenge as a, as a genre. There are lots of great rape revenge films that I like a lot. Like what? Uh, I Spit on Your Grave is the one You I did know. what? I Spit on Your Grave. Why? Because I am uh, I'm a very bad man. Oh. And there are 
four or five of those and I spit on your grave. This is a film which is really hard to watch and it's ugh. Ugh, it's just it's just nasty. It's a, it's a B movie from the seventies, eighties, whatever. Starring Jerry Seinfeld. No. I think I've made that joke before, but I'll continue to make it every time we say B Thank movie. You. Thank you. Um, we did that make that joke before also I think in Mayhem. Or uh, <laughs> what is whatever. It's, it's just real. we just this room is bringing Jerry, us back. Are you with us? It's the memories. Well, Jerry, to be are you with us right now. Okay. That that's enough. So You uh, like jazz? <laughs> that was Jerry Seinfeld. I was waiting everyone. for it. I was waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> baseline, whatever. Uh, we are now in a lot more professional setting than the last time in this room, though, because we have a table. We've got a table and chairs. Chairs? Last time we were on bean bags and we weren't really allowed yeah. to move. We were, like, fucking in weird positions trying to maintain a conversation. Contours it. Um, yeah, but I'm still waiting. Uh, there's definitely going to be a moment where this uh, cleaning lady comes in and you're going to get freaked the fuck out. I don't want that to happen. Good recreation. I'm frightened. Thank you. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> I spit on your bit. Good film. Um, that I have to like a lot of people don't like for obvious reasons and I have to defend it and I do it the best I can <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of it yeah it's, it's a pretty big film they remade it um, Maybe they, they made like a 2000 something remake that I have not seen who's in it? I don't know why? probably nobody known oh. um, but you know they, uh, there was also a film that made quite a bit of buzz like two years ago or three years was ago was it B-movie? Fuck me! <laughs> I did not plan this. It I didn't made, want this to happen. It made a, what did you say? You made no, a bit it made, of a, it made, it made no, a bit no, of a no. It, it was it was quite. People were talking about it. Uh, I mean, come in. You like jazz? <laughs> I've never seen the B movie. <laughs> Bye. So the film that yeah so. Please, just stick with me, guys. Please. I'm doing my best. Believe me. Um, there, was, there was this film a few years back that was called Revenge. Mm-hmm. Which is like the classic title you give to your rape revenge film. is just called Revenge. Mm-hmm. And it was made by a woman. And it was about a woman committing revenge on a bunch of guys who raped her. That's pretty much it. I don't think this is a spoiler for the film. <laughs> I think you can kind of get to that conclusion. And uh, it was very. it's an interesting film. Um, so people were kind of talking about the genre again and it was kind of you know it was seen as a you know a lady coming in and taking in a genre that's often seen as uh, misogynistic and sexist into you know into something else um, and I definitely think there's a point to be made about those films being sexist and I'm sure some of them are but you know I, I would defend something like a spit on your grave um, for what it's trying to do so I think it's the same with like torture porn. It's like yeah, you have different you know variables. Levels of it. It's hard to do a good exploitation film. Yeah, a lot of them are shite. Um, I think it's just like the levels of you don't, you you have to make it shocking. That's part of the thing. That's what people go to see. Sometimes, yeah. That kind of film. Yeah. Or a lot of like a lot of them. Yeah, and exploitation films have the power to take it up a notch and make it so not nice that you don't want to watch it anymore which I think I spit on your grave that which this doesn't do but doesn't have to but like I think the you know the, the balance between being shocking and having something to say and why are you doing something like this is, is always hard to maintain and this is where the loved ones does really well I don't think it's a stupid film I think it's a film about something yeah, yeah I think it's good 
It's got this underlining uh, sense of uh, melancholy to it, I think. Yeah, it's a bit sad. It's got this sad thing about it where... Overall. Yeah. And, like, it's very... It's a, it's a pretty cruel film. It's, oh, it's yeah. not nice to you. And in the end, it's kind of like, oh, so it's just... It's, it's just kind of painful for everyone. I yeah, it's like a kind message. of bittersweet tone. Overall. Yeah. So let's tell them about it. Oh, let's tell them about it. Hey oh. guys, welcome. Hey. So the loved one <laughs> um, is it's not a Valentine's Day film per se. It's about you know love and seeking it and kissing and riding and frogs and princesses and all that. Mm. Um, it kind of centers around prom night or like the I'm not sure if they call it, I think they call it prom it's the dance they call it the dance they don't ever say prom in the yeah, film yeah it's I Australia guess. I'm not sure if they have prom in America they have prom in England they have prom yeah. in Ireland we don't have prom uh, we don't have prom in, well, we do have a weird thing like we have a thing similar to prom what is your school well we have the Debs which the you, Debs but you only have it like because all our schools are, are like or most of our schools are same sex so yes. like I went to an all girls school so there's not which is crazy it kind of doesn't matter <laughs> it was insane um, it kind of doesn't make sense to have to try to try and do dances because like who, who are you going to ask it's a catholic school they want us to go with each other what about uh, gay people promoting lesbianism yeah exactly <clears throat> not allowed only very like in, only in the past couple years in the past few years were girls in my school allowed to bring like girls as their date yeah, yeah so it was either you find a boy to bring or you go alone uh, i'm sure in poland it's still a very big issue yeah if you want i'm to sure it's very possible that other schools yeah. you know would Didn't have tell, yeah. yeah but um so yeah it's oh but you had but oh so that meant you still even <clears throat> though you have a all-girls school you invite a boy to that particular thing yeah but that's the point is that there's not very like there's not like a huge pool of boys to ask from in the school that you can just go up to so well, there's, they from don't what have... you said there is n- no pool yeah <laughs> there's no but no but you know like the, in the prom in america and stuff it's like your school's mixed so you just go yeah. up to br- brad and you're like brad come to the dance with me and he's like no fuck off and then he punches you and everyone's like what the fuck what brad why did you punch brad, that what's girl? up with you and everyone then everyone beats on brad and then he's like sorry i'm going through some tough times at home and then john hughes makes makes a film about it about how brad yeah. is misunderstood and it's okay to hit women yeah and then um, matthew Broderick walks off with his fist in the air and then, don't you forget about Brad, please. And Anthony Michael Hall gets a blowjob in the car. Mm-hmm. But then the camera pans away and it comes back and somehow it's Neil Patrick Harris. It's a really confusing film. But it's what reference is that? Just, I think they look the same. <laughs> it's, a, it's a reference specifically from my brain. So it's like, okay. It's a we're... joke for me. Okay. Because you did, okay. Because we went, you know, Ferris Bueller, Breakfast Club, Sixteen Candles, and then you made a Neil Patrick Harris joke. Uh-huh. No, no, I'm, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to criticize your bit Fuck or anything. You, but... Okay. Um, so okay. So yeah. So the Debs is you do it. It's after school, so it's not even like you're being a lesbian on their terms. Um, yeah. But the you like it's when you're finished school. It happens. I think it was August. Mm-hmm. August. Just was before you last, go to college. Yeah, your last year of college. Uh, your no. last year. Of high school. But after that. Oh, so it's even after it's, your school? Yeah, it's like a month before you start college. Why would you go back to school? We well, don't go back you to school. You just finished. 
you go to the school, you get pictures taken in your nice dress, mm. and then you get on a bus, and everyone's really drunk, and they vomit on the bus. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the bus stops on the motorway for a while, the lads all get out and pee, while the girls are like, I also need to pee, but I can't. But they just pee in, on, in their pretty seats. Just, yeah, pretty much just wet the, wet the seats. Uh, and then the bus keeps going, and you're like, whoa, I'm feeling a bit motion sickness. And then eventually it arrives in Nace in Kildare, and you're like, why the fuck am I here? And then uh, you're there like all night. Everyone drinks so much. People have died on many mm. like Debs because they like take drugs or they drink too much. They get alcohol poisoning. They die? Mm-hmm. Mm. That's the thing. Many people have mm. died um, from being irresponsible or just not being really well informed enough. Oh, okay. Um, it's very sad. What about Brad? Is he okay? Brad is going through some therapy mm, okay. to oh, um, that's, that's good. deal that's with good. his anger issues. Good for anybody, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then you get a breakfast roll in the morning and you go home. Like the hotel or wherever the Debs is gives you breakfast. Oh, that's nice of them. Mm. Okay. Everyone's still well, wearing their, their dress. Okay. Or their is it like a big deal? Do people like cry over it if they can't find a partner and shit? Maybe. Okay. I didn't, so. Okay. That's good for you. Thanks. Well, I just went with my friend. Oh. So you were in like... No, he's a homosexual. He was a homosexual? He still is. Well, here's the thing. You bring a boy you fancy. Yeah. Inevitably, you're not going to be together forever. What do you so mean? So then your Debs is ruined. All your memories are tarnished. Bring your <laughs> because friend you went who... with somebody that you broke up with later? Yeah. Bring your friend. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure that, that's how it works. Bring your friend who is your friend and still is your friend. Have good memories to look back on. Makes I, uh, sense. Like some people ask people they fancy. Yeah. And then it's like they're like hoping they'll get to kiss them that night and it doesn't happen and then they're kind of sad. Oh, I get it. Oh, night. like somebody you fancy but you, you're not like, okay, I see what yeah. you mean. Yeah. Whereas they're just like, yeah, sure, I'll go with you. And you also have to pay for the ticket. It's like 200 euro or something. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. You don't want that tension of like, oh, I'm going with somebody I fancy but we don't know if it's a thing yet. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Yeah, no. you're right. No yeah. boy, no. I can uh, understand bringing your boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Obviously. Even though it yeah. still might tarnish your memories, it's like, well, they were your boyfriend at the time. Yeah, exactly. That's Because I went with my girlfriend to the... That makes sense. My girlfriend at the time. We went to the, the Polish version of, of the prom, I guess, which is called Studniówka, which means a hundred days day. I don't know how to translate it, but it means that it's a hundred days from graduation. Oh. So that's what it's called. And uh, yeah, it's basically like you go to a place and dance. There's a special dance we all do. Yeah, sex. that's pretty much it. Uh, I did not have sex on that day. I think. That's not the special I'm dance. I'm pretty sure not. That's not the special dance. I can find out for you. Well, thank you. Um, no, that's not the special <laughs> what dance. What do you mean you can We don't find have... Out? I mean, I can ask. <laughs> we don't have... Don't ask her. <laughs> no, that would be very comfortable <laughs> if I did that. Hi, I haven't talked to you in a while. Did we have <laughs> sex that night? <laughs> just cross-referencing for my podcast. Just, just, just want to tell everybody. I just want to tell everybody in the world <laughs> whether that that happens. Um, no, the we don't have an orgy. Uh, that's not the dance. Oh, it's pretty much the same. You go out, you drink. I remember mine didn't go very well for some reason. That's uh-huh. probably because you didn't have sex. Probably. Or maybe because so, you did. I don't know how to do that anyway. So like, I don't know. I'm not sure how. I would, I'm not sure how I would go about it. Me neither. Don't know how it works. 
Anyways, so yeah. <laughs> so the loved ones. The loved ones has a similar endeavor, which is kind of like a prom, but it's called the dance. And I guess it's like the end of high school dance. How old are the people in this film? Um, the actors or the people? The people. So the people, I'm assuming, are supposed to be around 17 years old. That's my guess. The actors okay. are not, anywhere are between not. 18 and 40. Yeah. Okay, great. I'm just asking for the sake of the game that we play later on. Oh. <laughs> I think it might be a problem. We keep like, a lot of horror films feature young young people in them, mm. and unfortunately, the idea for our podcast is having sex with the people <laughs> in the films that we watch. So the, the, I just I don't want to go to prison. Is no, what maybe. I'm saying. Not interested in going to prison. But can we presume that people in this film, the characters, are of legal age? Please. <laughs> uh, yes. There sure. is, one of them shows her titties. That's a school. Is it illegal to watch her in the film showing <laughs> yeah. her titties? I don't know. Um, now, so the film was made. Here's, let's do some mathematics. The okay. film was made <laughs> in 2009. Will you do some maths, please? Are you good at math? 2009, yes. Minus 1983. That's not a thing. What do you mean, minus 1983? You mean how many years Siri, are there between? What is 2009 minus 1983? 26. Why didn't she say that? Because she's quiet. <clears throat> okay, so who was that? That was... I'm checking all of them. <laughs> Just gonna write them down. Okay, that's, I like that. I like that bit. It's gonna work great for the podcast when you just don't say anything and do it on the... Oh, sorry. So, um... So, let's introduce our characters and their ages. Oh, great. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> when I say their ages, I mean the actors. Yes. Um, so that we can not, so we can be safe from the police. <laughs> so fuck the police. Brent, no justice, no peace. Sorry. Fuck the police. Come straight from the underground. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Brent, who is our main character, he. Hey Siri, what is two thousand and nine minus nineteen eighty three? You just asked it. It's twenty six. Brent is twenty six. <laughs> Legal Lola. to have sex with Lola For us Lola <laughs> Not for somebody below 18 Lola Lola How old Lola. is Lola? Or princess hmm. Siri What is 2009 minus 1981? No Don't you just Lola. love that you tuned into this podcast? <laughs> just Aren't you Siri. very happy? I just called Siri Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Just called Siri Lola Hey Siri what is 2009 minus 1,981? Well, it's more than 26. Lola is 28. Yes, I, you can ask me at this um, point because now I know. Okay, whatever. Jamie was 26 or 20, 25. Uh-huh. Um, Holly was 26 mm-hmm. or 25. Mia was like 22. Mm-hmm. She's the youngest one. Do you need to know anyone said. else? Uh, yeah, the guy who's hanging out with Mia. That's Jamie. Oh, that's Jamie. Sorry, how old is he? He was 25. Okay, cool. Right. All right, so, cool. Our, our, our characters who are all of legal age at the time of filming. <laughs> so they're still of legal age because they're older now. Yes. And when we mean of legal age, that means that of the legal actor. age to have sex with after when you are eighteen as well. After, 
Yes. Not before. We are promoting um, legal sex. Yes, that's what we promote. Consensual sex only, please. Only have sex with people. You know what? No, (laughs) don't have sex with people. You will get pregnant and die. Diseases. You will get the coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) You might get the shit. (laughs) Oh, nobody likes that. You'll definitely get a UTI. So, here's what happens. Oh, okay. So, let's get right into it. We've got Brent. He is a happy-looking guy driving the car. He's a guy driving a car. He's driving with his father. He's dead. Who is a happy boy as well. They're having fun. They're mocking each other's uh, choice in music. Um, it's kind of like me and Mache having a fight about music. <laughs> because he says something about how, oh, if this was your heavy metal, blah, blah, blah. And then, that's, what I, that's how I sound. Yeah. No, I was being Australian. And then his dad's like, there's, not, there's nothing wrong with a good melody. Which is true, but also just like kind of a weird thing to say. Anyway, um, that's what people who uh, don't like metal say all the time. Really? It's like, where's the melody? I love where's the melody? And it's like you just you don't hear it because you're not used to the sound that's surrounding the melody. <laughs> that doesn't mean that there's no melody. I see. I am on the side of the main character, uh, Brent. Okay, so Brent's dad pulls out a cigarette. And he goes to light it, and his son is makes some kind of a thing of like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And then he's like, "Well, you think she's not snaking one?" Because obviously the mom is also trying to quit smoking. Yeah. So he's smoking, then they're having a little giggle, and then this zombie-looking fella, which is exactly what I've written in my notes, appears, and Brent is like, "Ah!" and swerves around the zombie-looking fella so as to not kill him. However, in the process, he crashes into a tree. He crashes into a tree. <laughs> Um, and then you just see uh, the lad Brent that was why I named him in my notes for quite a while until I learned his name I just wrote lad oh lad yes yeah. uh, uh, boy um, he's now in school he is purchasing marijuana he has really long greasy hair he uh, has dark circles around his eyes he generally looks a bit worse for wear yeah he's not having the best time so you can kind of deduce from the the um, signs and the signals were being given that his dad died in the crash yes which is unfortunate and also the cigarettes will kill you it's kind of an irony it's that classic <laughs> oh, hey those like things will mayhem. it happens in so many things why yeah. is this episode all about mayhem was that what did is that happen in mayhem or yeah did... i think so it happened in one of the films we watched it's happened in so many films yeah and last time i think it happens in mayhem and he thought it was very funny and I was like, okay. I liked the way they did it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so now uh, our main character, the lad, is a, is a sad boy. Mm-hmm. Um, Very sad does boy. Does he buy marijuana or does he buy a different drug? Is that weed? I think it's weed. Okay. Uh, yeah, so he buys some weed. He's got a friend. Uh, he's got a, a chubbier, uh, shorter friend. Named Jamie. <laughs> Jamie is his name. He's kind of the funny character. Yeah, he's the... The jokey boy. Jokey boy. Uh, not, not as hot. Uh, not as fuckable. Less troubled. Less troubled. Comic relief boy. Has drugs. Uh, great. And uh, I guess, yeah, and we learned in that school scene that there's a dance happening. Um, and uh, Jamie, uh, what happens first? Does Lola come Jamie, over first? No. That's after. Okay, so Jamie goes and asks a heavy metal lady... 
that he fancies. <laughs> she's a heavy metal lady. She's a goth lady. She likes metal. Yeah, but to give the audience a, a picture of what she is, she's a goth. She's got black hair, black lips, black eyeliner. Yeah. Black clouds. She's a goth. So what's the difference between her and a metal lady? <laughs> that a metal lady would look the same. I'm finding a point of reference that our listeners can understand. Well, people know how heavy metal people no, look like. Don't. What do you mean? Well, you're a heavy metal person. You don't look like one. Well, yeah, I'm not saying that every heavy do. metal person looks like that, but also not like you can like goth music and goth culture and not look like a goth. I guess yeah, the goth <laughs> culture is more focused on the way you look rather than heavy metal. Mm-hmm. But still, I don't know, whatever. So uh, he goes, he likes that lady. He's like, okay, I'm gonna try, and he asks her, and she says yes. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we don't oh, see that happen. Then we don't see that happen. <laughs> <laughs> then. A really innocent looking nice girl comes up to Brent. And she's like, will you come to the dance with me? And he's like, fuck no. <laughs> Bitch. And then he punches her. And then he punches her. And everyone's like, oh, Brent, what are you doing yeah. hitting Lola? And she's like, oh, my nose. I think you broke it. And they're like, Brent, come on. I know your dad just died this really hard, but you can't take it out on Lola. She's just a nice girl. She just wanted to go to the dance with you. And then John Hughes yells, cut. It's time for a lunch break. That's all I have. <laughs> Um, so yeah oh no he says hit her harder sorry I'm going back to the bit okay oh, yeah. cut that out hit her harder <laughs> violence against women I don't know John Hughes is weird isn't he he's yeah. dead is he mm-hmm. oh sorry John I love his films but he's some of them are weird he's been dead quite a while uh, some of the like if you watch Weird Science now that's yeah oof, oof, it's not I love his stuff his films are pretty amazing and what he managed to do with with this like he revolutionized that kind of cinema but there are moments in it where I'm like, Ugh, I wish that wasn't here. I love The Breakfast Club so much, but some of it is so weird. It's the, this is what happens when we watch films that are older. We're like, oh, that's yeah, not aged that's, well. That's, that's true. That's, that's fair. Um, you know? But we have to watch it with the historical context. That is correct. As long as you, you know, acknowledge this and, and talk about it, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Don't censor it. Just talk about Just it. Just talk about it. Just talk about it. Um, John Hughes died in 2009. Oh. When this film was released? Oh my Did god. Think it's connected? Sean! Whoa, this was his final film. Well, if he had to sacrifice John Hughes to make this, I'm okay with that. <gasps> Sometimes a sacrifice has like to was... be made to our Lord Satan. Oh no. It's a heavy metal podcast now. That's what it sounds like, I think. That's not what it sounds like. I got scared, so I didn't make noises. Anyways, um, so yeah, Lola asked the dance, and Brent is like, oh no, I'm going with Holly. And she's like, oh. She says sorry, and he walks away. It's yeah. kind of awkward, but he's nice. He, he does rejects it, her nicely. He does it in a very nice, normal way. Yes. Oh. And then um, he meets up with, with who Phil? we learned to be Holly. His girlfriend. And they ride in the car. They ride they in ride. the car. Yeah. Well, in the car, they're riding. They're having sex. They, they're, they're fucking each other. Yes. You see um, some boobies. We see some titty. Um, uh, I said... That's my notes. Uh, my first note says, I love the girls with the Australian accent. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is my monkey brain doing the notes. Um, and then I said, uh, use a condom, kids. What the fuck? Because Very I don't true. think they use the condom. No, she's going to have a UTI. Well, she'd have a UTI anyway. Yeah. They're going to have a baby. They did not use a condom. No. Also, it's one. weird to me. Maybe he's always wearing one. So they were just ready to go. Uh, that's a, actually a good strategy. I did that in high school too. Just rocking that condom 
set up. <laughs> Never know what's going to happen. There's a tip for you young ones. Prepared. That's disgusting. And obviously when you have it on all the time, uh, it doesn't, you know, break or nothing wrong can happen to it. Mm. It's a very safe place to store a condom. You can also on your piss penis. yourself. You can also piss yourself. Yeah. I don't think the condom... It should be... It depends on how much piss you have, I guess, but... I I mean, if you just do a little pee every now and then and then at some point go empty it. If you have a small penis and... Uh, get a big condom. Get a big condom and you kind of just like put it with like a lot of space at the top. <laughs> I think you can do that, right? And don't piss know. at it. should be fun. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that once you move, though, the piss is going to grow straight back at you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have much experience with that. Like if you, if you, if you sit like this, problem. right? If you're standing, I guess it's fine. Then you sit down. And the, I don't know. It'll eventually form shape. No, it's like I'm thinking about when it can like go back at you. And like just when like, it explodes? No, it doesn't have to explode. Just like it doesn't, because like it usually will go down, right? Because your penis goes down. It's like you piss and it goes down, right? Uh-huh. But then like once you move it, it can like flip and just the, the piss comes back, <laughs> you know, on your dick. So, so the loved ones. So anyway, um... so they, they have the sex <laughs> in the car. <laughs> Without a car. sex in the car. Um, and just before, he's made a thing of like, oh, guess who asked me to the dance? And then they're kind of getting off on it. And she's like, yeah. who was it? Just and he's like, oh, I can't tell you. And he's, she's like, ha And then she takes off her top. And they're just riding, but also kind of getting off on the fact that someone else asked him to the dance for some reason. Uh, I kind of get that. It's like a little sexy thing of, you know, who, who's interested in you? You know, kind of like a little, little play. I don't know. I find it pretty okay. Um, I get it. And I'm going to stop. <laughs> before I share more information with you, my <laughs> fellow listeners. Um, are you you're a listener? Uh, you're speaking. Oh yeah, not fellow. You, uh, you, whatever. So, Forget I said anything. Also, <laughs> they um, they have sex. They have sex. Set <laughs> up a great screensaver by like, accident. She like takes his top off. Yeah. She takes his top off, and it reveals he's got self harm scars. It reveals both that he has self-harm scars and that he's got like a razor necklace around his neck. Yeah, he's got a little razor necklace, mm-hmm. um, which is a heavy metal thing. There's this very famous uh, Judas Priest album called British Steel with the the razor on the cover. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've seen it. Right? Oh, this thing, right? spooky. So it's like this. So he might be referring like, yeah, maybe he likes the album, but also, yeah, he cuts himself with it, mm. clearly. Uh, also, they, uh, I think, it's where they're, they're having sex, right? I think. Um, they're having a little bit of foreplay, and I think <laughs> then they have the sex without the condom, without completion, I guess, because but then the she, scene doesn't show it. Because then she kind of like gets off, like not gets like get, get like dismounts him, <laughs> and and starts performing fellatio on him. And I was like, hmm. I feel like I feel it's like kind of weird, isn't it? I feel like maybe no, because I don't think that he has. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think that he is. Um, gone in, inside oh yeah he's fingering her oh is he yeah oh did you I did not notice that how well, I have to rewatch it <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah he's like fingering her or you know well you don't have to her. use a condom for that yeah I know I'm aware well then what's the, what was all that bit about do we have to cut out the bit I think that they have I th- figured that they had sex Oh, later. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, I can't uh, remember anymore. Okay, to be whatever. Fair, they have the sex. Ambiguous. Anyway, so they have the sex. They I'm going to stop talking about it. 
Uh, and while they're having sex, you see Lola She's creeping up on them <laughs> in the background. She's very close to the car. I'm pretty sure they would have noticed her. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because it's supposed to set up this scene. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Lola is looking she at them having sex. She's pretty angry. She's um, like, what the heck are you doing? It's a great setup for something that happens later in the film, though. Uh, yeah. Which is probably my... Maybe my favorite thing that happens <laughs> in this film. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, so they have the sex. Um, then... Ow! Punch myself. Then they, they arrive. Okay. So Holly is the one driving. She's just gotten her license. We learned yeah. that. She's gotten her license. Um, and Holly drives Brent home. Mm-hmm. And then there's kind of a whole thing of like, oh, you... Um, they're basically like arranging where she'll pick him up in yeah. a way that it's like his mom can't see the car. Mm-hmm. So we're being introduced to the fact that his mom and maybe him as well kind of have this fear now of cars. Like she won't let him get in. Yeah, yeah. Cars. Definitely. It's with like an inexperienced driver. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, I guess, afraid to drive. Or maybe not allowed. I'm not sure how the rules work. I'm, I'm, I would say that he probably doesn't want to drive. Yeah, I would say it's more that. Yeah. Um, But they arrive and then... They're like chatting, and then she is like, I love you, and he's like, silence. Yeah, he doesn't um, say it back. Yes, he doesn't say it freaking back. And then um, Holly is like, maybe you should let you should go dance with Lola. Maybe she won't mind having an emotional retard for a boyfriend. Which is pretty um, not nice to say to your grieving boyfriend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Although, I don't know. The way she says it is not as, as as violent as you make it out, I think. Yeah, no, she says it in a kind of jokey, serious way. Yeah. I I, I didn't mind that. I thought it was kind of sweet. I mean, maybe she shouldn't have used the word retard. <laughs> it's not great to use that word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she should have worked on her vocabulary there. But they're Australian, yeah. so I don't know what the fuck they're That's up to true. there. That's true. It might maybe have been the word. They she say said. cunt a lot, right? Nobody says cunt in this film. Yes, yeah. they do. I should be careful. <laughs> the office, sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we get the confirmation then that their dad is dead. Um, and then he's it's kind of alluded where he's like, oh, "Are you blaming it?" Brent is like, "You're blaming it on me." Yeah. She's like, "How are you getting to the dance?" And he's like, "Holly's driving me. She just got her license." Yes. Um, and then she's like, "No, you should just get a cab." And he was, or you should, I'll get you a taxi. And he's like, it's still a car. And then she's like, yeah, but they're experienced. And he's like, and I wasn't. That's actually kind of a sad scene. I don't know why Abby's trying to play it up like it's some sort of... I'm not playing it off. <laughs> I'm telling them what happened. It was a sad scene. It's a sad, dramatic scene. Yeah, yeah it's sad. Um, um, so his mom doesn't kind of trust him or anyone in yeah. a car except taxi drivers. Um, I guess it kind of makes sense. It kind of makes sense. I get um, it. It's not a random thing, yeah. Yeah. And then... Brent goes for a walk with his doggy, mm-hmm. and he like takes the razor blade from around his neck and he squeezes it and his hand starts to bleed and he looks very pained. And that's the film. And then for some reason I've written down girlfriend wants him to tell her he loves her. I'm not sure why I wrote that down. Well, that was a good observation. Though. It's a good observation, but I'm not sure why I wrote it there. When you, when you tell somebody, hey, I love you, you usually are like, I, I kind of wish they would say it back. Yeah, but I'm not sure. Usually, you know. But I'm not sure why Generally. I wrote it there. I don't know why you wrote it at all. Okay. So that was, that was mean. I'm sorry. Uh, don't cry. I'm crying now. Keep explaining what happens in the film. Why? Okay. Um. So then Brent goes rock climbing, but like free rock climbing. But like a, a real rock. On an actual rock. Um. And he like hangs loose for a little bit. 
the Wikipedia page suggests that he's contemplating suicide. I don't know if I'd go so far as to say he's contemplating suicide, more so that he's kind of like doing that thing where he just wants to feel a bit like what it's like to nearly die. I think there's definitely a thing about him where it's like, oh, I can just let go and die and it's going to be over. Yeah, and he's kind of has peace with that. But yeah. I don't think he's necessarily like, I'm going to do it. It's more of a knowing he could sort of thing. Yeah, he doesn't go on the rock to kill himself. Yeah, That's, uh... exactly. He's more just climbing. Yeah. Um, and then he like loses his grip, but he, can't, but he like panics and catches himself. Yes. Yeah. So and he's then, okay. Yeah. Goes on top. And then we see his mom light a cigarette. And like cuts to his mom a, a cigarette and he smokes a joint. So it's like we can we get that kind of thing of like, yeah, she's still sneak, sneaking cigarettes. Um, and he's smoking his drugs. And then he gets kidnapped. And he gets kidnapped. What? 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 Sorry. Is that a horror podcast? <laughs> I, I thought that's a grieving young man podcast. No, it's not about... a moody, moody boy podcast. It's no. a spooky, scary oh, podcast. So something bad happens. A kidnap has occurred. Ooh. Oh, uh, yeah. He gets kidnapped. And I said, Frick. The film certainly doesn't fuck around because that happens like 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, it's in. super. Well, because the, the film is pretty much about this. Yeah, so the film is like, yeah, 15 minutes in, it's like, yeah, there we go. Although it does take a while to, to kind of. They set it up. I think they do a really good job of balancing the amount yeah. of setup needed. They set up all the characters we need to know. Yeah. And then they get, they get it over with. Yes. So he's been kidnapped um, on his walk. Yes. Um, and then, so we don't we don't see we see it's a man. They don't try and necessarily hide his appearance too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know he gets kidnapped. We cut then to. Excuse me. We cut to Jamie. I think collecting his date. Yeah, I think that's it. And now the film kind of starts to establish that thing that it's gonna cut between the different characters. Yeah, and so. it's kind of establishing also the beginning to establish the why. Yeah, yeah, kind of. So, so we're going to have three main thread lines, I guess, mm-hmm. for this film. And they're going to connect in, in some way. So I guess the Jamie part is the least connected. But it comes together. It does, it does. It's not like it's pointless. But it's yeah. the, the least, like, uh, For a while, you're like, related. why are they doing this? Yes. Um, you're like, why are they... This seems like a strange diversion. Comic relief. I don't want yeah. my kidnapping movie to be all sad. Well, let's watch The Chubby Kid. You know what? Brent is such a downer. I know. He just makes me sad. <sighs> you know what? I, why can't somebody just crack a good old fart joke in this film? <laughs> Here comes Jamie. I don't know if he makes a fart joke. <laughs> he doesn't. He does, Jamie's does a that, very sweet boy. He has that fart joke energy though, like in the he film. Does, he does. Um, but so Jamie arrives to collect his date, whose name is... Um, Mia Valentine. Ooh. Um, like so Valentine's exactly. Day. Exactly. See, Fuck. we planned it. We all planned it all. Um, and we also learned that her father is a policeman. <gasps> Spooky. We don't like those. Mm. Yeah. Right? Sometimes. Take us down. I don't know. want to take us down. Yeah. But then after this... Oh, wait. So then Holly arrives very excited to pick up Brent. He's not there? He's not there. Nor is his mother. But I think in the scene with... Okay, let's go back to Jamie. Because he picks up uh, his date. And his date is uh, not very... But she seems kind of out of it, right? They take a picture and stuff like that. Well, she's just not interested. She's just not very interested. She seems sad. And, you know, the parents are trying to make her excited about the thing. And and Jamie is doing his best. He's trying to crack some jokes. He cracks a joke. He gives flowers to... to, uh, What's her name? Mia? Mia. Uh, He gives flowers to Mia. And she... 
and her mom is like oh that's so nice and stuff like that and everything's awkward and he says well i couldn't find them in black because she was uh, a girl yeah because she's all in black dressed in black so black <laughs> and the mom says <laughs> it's kind of sweet <laughs> and Mia's like yeah and Mia does not react and then they take a bunch of awkward photos where he puts her hand on her shoulder not in a creepy way but like yeah, he's trying to awkward, do the yeah. whole let's appease the parents thing. He's trying to be he's nice. He's a sweet boy. Yeah, he's trying to be nice. It's not like he weirdly puts her, like it's okay. Yeah. It's just it's awkward and she's sad and they go off. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just to establish that that they're that's kind of the energy between them. Yeah. Jamie's into it and Mia is sad and awkward. And it's not and it's nothing she's not not into it. Because she's not she's not not she's not not into it she's not that's what the, that's the correct thing to say isn't it she's no, not what are you she's saying? not not into it okay like it definitely seems like she's got a kind of desire to be there it's like with him but she did say yes it's yeah not like she, she did, did say that. yes but it's more that kind of you know in general she seems just a bit done with in the context of everything. the film though i think it's quite amazing that she said yes that's that's i mean in a very good way of like wow it had mm. to take a lot of courage for her to say yes in the context of the whole film, or you yeah. can go back to that. I just realized that was being like, "Wow, mm-hmm. uh, what a what a big thing to do." Sorry, uh, let's go on. Okay, Holly. So Holly arrives to pick up Brent for the dance. She's all excited. She's wearing lo- an orange dress. I was gonna say a lovely orange dress. Mm-hmm. It's not a very lovely dress, but it is orange. Um, and she, and she <laughs> <Okay>. could, <laughs> and Brent's not there. No one's there. And then his mom runs up behind Holly, and he's she's like, "Have you seen Brent?" And she's like, "No." And then they go in and they're kind of like stressed. I guess they maybe yeah. call the police or stuff. And then the doggy crawls home, very sad and injured, bleeding. Yeah, poor injured dog. They, uh, they stab the dog. They stab the dog. And then Holly is in the car driving the dog to the vet, assumably. Yes. And then it dies. Do you see it dying? I don't remember that. It dies. Oh. The So she's driving and the dog, you can hear it breathing. Yeah, and it becomes kind of less and less and then it just stops. Yeah. And then the car stops and Holly like puts her head in her hands. Yeah, yeah. Because she's like, no, the dog's died. <sighs> Very sad. That's not a nice thing that happens. Not nice. Okay. They, we do kill a dog pretty early on this film. Yes. So get ready. Get ready. Buckle up. Whoa. Hope you like that. So then Jamie and Mia arrive to the dance. That's pretty much all that we see. They just arrive to the dance. There's, yeah. there's not really anything else. Clearly, because that's all I wrote in my note. Um, I think they discuss going in and she's like, nah. Some, yeah, I think so. Like, the, all the Jamie scenes are going to be kind of like that. Where yeah. it's like, oh, we, we should go in, we should do something. And she's like, nah. She's like, eh. uh, There's like, some jokes, I'm sure, and stuff. But yeah. I don't have anything here, so. No. We can just move on. <clears throat> Watch the film, if you're fucking interested. Watch the film. Jesus, why are you listening to this? Jesus. So next... We find out that the nerd girl. This is what I wrote her name as. The, the nerd, nerd girl. <laughs> she's well, not even she's that much not of a nerd. nerd. Yeah, she's not a nerd at all. I didn't know what to refer to her as. Um, <laughs> Mia. No, Frick. Um, not, that's the one thing you don't refer to her Lola. as because it's a different character in the film. Lola. Her name um, is Lola. Lola she was Stone. a showgirl. She with yellow feathers in her hair and her dress went down to there at the Copa. Copacabana. God, I, I should know what is this. Music and passion were all of the fashion. At the Copa. Don't fall in love. That's how the song goes. 
Copacabana. Barry Manilow, everyone. That's um, not the song that plays in the film. Oh. Or has anything. It wasn't? To do with anything that you just um. <laughs> But her name was Lola. Her name is Lola Stone. Yeah, so Lola is the person behind the kidnapping. <gasps> well, who would have thunk in crazy? this film with four characters? And the way we kind of get the framing of that sort of section of the film is there's like a creepy song playing. It's um, a wonderful... Um, it's a little creepy, really childlike song. Um, and it's showing all these like snap it, snap it. <laughs> it's showing snap, little, it's kind of doing it. a little montage yeah. thing of her room, I guess. With yeah. like, there's loads of dolls and toys and like kind of childlike stuff. But they're all having sex. Yeah. The so dolls are all having sex. It's all, it's all a big orgy. It's an orgy. Yeah. yeah. All different positions. It's, it's, all, it's so, so creepy. Yeah. Uh, the song is what's interesting to me. Um, it is like a, a, a song for teenage girls, which there's a mm-hmm. lot of, but like amplified to a hundred. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, it literally goes like, am I not pretty enough? Is my heart too broken? Is the first lyric they say. Am I not pretty enough? Is my heart too broken? You're going to listen to that song a lot during this film. Yes. That's good because it's, yeah, it kind of helps you establish Lola as yeah who she is. And yes. it doesn't need a lot of explanation because you kind of get it quickly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we see. She is... She's fucked up. Yeah, she's not uh, normal. No. She is having a hard time for sure. Mm-hmm. But also is very sadistic. Yeah, she's and, been raised this way. Yeah, she's kind of not well. No, not at all. She's like the version, yeah, she's a bit older than she should be for having a lot of the thoughts and, and needs that she has. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of like stuck in that 13, 14 age. Yeah, she's kind of stunted um, growth mentally Yeah. in a lot of ways, but then like accelerated and fucked up growth in other yeah, ways. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that song kind of helps her establish her as that kind of person who thinks in a similar way about mm-hmm. relationships and herself. And like, why doesn't anybody love me? Am I, I deserve love? love. Yeah, am I not pretty enough? Uh, stuff like that. Yeah. And um, so she kidnaps. Like, well, her uh, dad she kidnaps. Her kidnaps. Dad, yeah. yeah. And her dad also buys her a pink dress and shoes. I love the pink dress. I think it's really pretty. <laughs> so pretty. It's a really nice material. Oh. I love pink. Um, um, yeah, so she, yeah, it's the scene where the dad comes into her bedroom and, and gives her the present and she acts surprised. Yeah. And then she, uh, tries to dress on and she's like, oh, can you, can you tell me how it looks? And she, uh, undresses mm-hmm. and the dad is looking at her parts. <laughs> the dad is into it. The dad is, well, I wouldn't say he's like openly into it. He is like embarrassingly into it. He's like mm, taking yeah. a peek. And you can see that he doesn't feel good about taking a peek, I guess. But he's like, I'm still gonna pee. Yeah, but he's 100% peeking. Yes. In many ways. His daughter in underwear. Mm-hmm. It's um, not nice. So I, I wrote, Lola's dad buys her pink dress and shoes. And then the next line, but also, her dad is a pervert. Um, he yeah. tried to not be a pervert by leaving, but she was like, stay. And he's like, okay. Also, you know, that kind of comes back later. But I yes. think she encourages that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Just you wait, everybody. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So there's... Not that that makes it okay. <laughs> for clarity. <laughs> As we've mentioned, there's this, it's fucked up. Yeah. There's a bit of sexual tension between them. Yes. Uh, a little bit of incest, you know. Uh-huh. And then, so we arrive in and we see Brent has been tied to a chair. Mm. 
and as well as that there's Brent there's um, there's chicken there's some chicken on um, the table there's the dad who has a name let me find it dad's name is Eric his name is Eric don't know when or if we learned that but that's what the internet said Great. he gets referred to throughout my notes and throughout the film and so throughout this podcast as dad or daddy we will talk, call him dad yeah yeah or daddy uh, well, I'll, try <laughs> we'll to call, to I'll try not to call. I'll try not to call Yeah, we're gonna that, stick to that's that. That's a promise to you, our listeners. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll try um, our best. But yeah, so they, so there's Dad, Lola, Brent, and then uh, a woman who has like a whole sort of shape yeah. on her forehead. We learn her name is Bright Eyes. Bright Eyes. Um and yeah, you kind of get like she just looks completely absent. Yeah, um, she's like a little bit zombie looking. Zombie-ish. Yeah. Um, you're in, catching on to this. Yeah, and what the audience. heck? And there's a bit of a hole in her head? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder what's going on in that poster of that film. <laughs> hmm. hmm. Is that a drill? No. It can't be. Must be a hairdryer. Yes. She's just a nice girl. Has to be a hairdryer with She's... a pointy thing at the end of the hairdryer. I'm sure oh, that just curls your hair. It's a diffuser. It's a diffuser for your hair. Yeah, a diffuser. Um, you put it on and it like kind of curls your hair a bit, but yeah. also like dries it a bit more efficiently. Yeah, it must be a diffuser. Ooh. There's no way it's a drill. <laughs> that would be insane. Why would a woman hold a drill? She can't. Her hands are too small. No, too small. Yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> right, right. But she tries to put it on. It's like oh, like goes all over the place. <laughs> and they say, "Oh, silly women." Yeah. And then Brad comes in, and the fifties audience just claps. It's like yeah. <laughs> yeah, <and then laughs> stupid women. Stupid women. God damn it! And then Brad Can't comes in, and he picks up the drill, and he says, "What the fuck, Brenda? I just bought this drill." Fuck. <laughs> such a good fitting. Fuck it up. Go Brad, ahead. Then Brad comes in and he says, he picks up the drill and he says, what the fuck, Brenda? I just bought this drill. And then he punches her in the face and then everyone's like, Brad, what the fuck? And the, the 50s audience is like, no, boo. And then everyone is just in absolute anger at Brad. And then he gets um, removed and he's not in the next season. Oh, poor Brad. He yeah. has to go see a therapist. Yeah. Addiction. Terrible disease. Moment of silence. Oh, for John Hughes a little bit. Yes. Well, that was it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Fuck on Kill. <laughs> Can't get better than that. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then, yeah, they're eating bones, which is, I always find in these kind of films, they're, like, not they're eating bones, but, like, they're eating chicken wings, which is, like, the classic. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, a, you know, yeah. it's a very, like, carnivorous activity well, everybody, a delicious activity <laughs> but everybody kind of every time somebody eats in the film they're, they're a bad person mm-hmm. usually it's an apple or a chicken wing yeah. yes and then the, any kind assholes. of meat yeah, yeah. Like, like an apple or a chicken yes any kind of meat yeah. so uh, yeah so they eat <laughs> the, the two most popular meats <laughs> the most popular meats in, in the world um, do you know that my grandmother can do a trick where she takes a chicken wing puts her in the mouth and like takes it out clean well, I didn't. Crazy. I don't know why. Why I would know that. I, I don't know. know why but I'm glad know I did. Yeah, you don't know my grandmother. She's a she's a Polish nice lady. Well, um, I haven't seen her do that in years, but she 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 does have yeah, very nice skill. She can also bend her thumb like backwards or whatever. I think my mom can do that. I can yeah. do that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. I can. I have it. Yeah, something's wrong it's with double you. Double jointed. Yeah, same with my mom, my sister. Oh, nice. Okay. I think my cousin as well. I, I didn't get any of the cool stuff. My mom says my fingers are weird. She says they bend back a bit. Yeah, that's kind of weird. That's true. I can't. I don't think. What do you think, podcast listeners? Okay, everybody. Can we get a raise of hands? Weird or not? Okay. 
I'm seeing one. Okay. Oh, that's so mine. That's, that's... <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so here's the, this is a setup. We have uh, the, this nice family dinner. They're eating chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens next? Um, next, they inject some bleach into <laughs> Brent's neck. Yes, they inject something that's supposed to make him stop. Bleach. Making noise. Bleach destroys your vocal cords. Does it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Very good. Don't ask how I know. Mm-hmm. Can't talk about bleach in my vocal cords. Don't look at me. Um, well, no, I know it's... what to say when you ask me out to a dance. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> no, you should say yes, because I... otherwise I'll kill you. Yeah, that's how what, it works. that was the joke. Oh. That was my joke. Oh. Um, no, I actually. Juliet is uh, laughing, look. It's <laughs> right, Juliet. <laughs> um Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. <laughs> um no, the it said on the Wikipedia page that uh injecting oh, you bleach into your vocal cords oh, nice, nice, destroys nice, right. your Okay, good right, stuff. Yeah. yeah, so so they tell him to to stop. Uh, like they do it to him so that he stops. Uh, yeah. Like no, so he can't scream or and, talk or And then anything. they're like, We can't hear yeah, you. Like, ha, ha, ha. And it's very haunting. It is kinda of weird. Yeah, those guys are scary. Creepy. Lola Stone is uh an amazing performance. What's the name of Um ooh, Robin, Robin. McLeavy. She's very good. Very good in this film. Very good villain. Very into it. She still has that, you know, kind of sweet quality to her, which yeah, only makes it like, worse. Innocent, sweet looking. Yeah, and uh, she really, yeah, she makes that thing work because a lot of that film is just about Lola yes. being uh, crazy. Yes, it's kind of the point. Exactly. So Robin McLeavy. Um, All of them have pretty minimal careers. Yeah, unfortunately. She went on to do Abraham Lincoln, the the Vampire Hunter, and I guess that killed everybody's career. Yeah. Uh, Sorry about that. Um, We're so sorry, Robin, if you're listening. Well, you know, can't get anything. Can't get get everything. You were in this good film, then you go do a (laughs) shitty film, and then you do Blinky Build a Movie. That's how it works. It's about a koala. Oh, whoa. (sighs) Jesus. Blinky Bill is a little koala with a big imagination. An adventurer <gasps> at heart, he dreams of leaving the little town of Greenpatch and following his missing father's footsteps. Well, he can't do it anymore because of the fires. He is dead. Oh my god. Fuck. Tony Collette's in it. Please donate to the Australian uh, Relief Fund. Just donate to Australia. They're having a very bad time. Yes, they are. Uh, <laughs> so I make jokes about it. Yeah, I think we're offending a lot of people. I'm sorry. Um, so next up, after they inject the bleach into his neck, I wrote, she also, in reference to Lola, she also definitely wants to fuck her dad. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. There is energy there. Yes, and then she force feeds bright eyes and then Brent um, <clears throat> via airplane. Yeah, so the, I think the, the, well, I think the, um, the chemistry that's established there is uh, there's a thing going on between dad and Lola, but it is implied that bright eyes is dad's partner. Yes. That's what we know at this point. Bright Eyes, that's partner. I don't know if they're still having sex or what's the thing. The way I kind of viewed it was um, that Bright Eyes is... Like, I was just like, oh, that's one of their previous victims. That yeah. the, That is, like, the dad's one. Yeah, like, that got one to kind of Yeah, and at this stage, himself. I'm like... Yeah, at this stage, I'm like, and then maybe this one is going to be hers, and then yeah. there'll just be a family where they can control the two of them. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. That was from this point, what yeah, I was exactly. thinking. Um, so that's kind of the thing, and that's why Lola doesn't like Bright Eyes, and it's kind of like jealous, kind of weird to her. Yeah. And force feeds her, and then tries to force feed uh, Brett. 
who doesn't who's not very much into it. No. Although she does give a little speech about the uh, chicken being finger licking good or whatever. Yeah, she's like, is it? It's like KFC, but it wasn't KFC. It wasn't. She's like, is it finger licking good? She says it in an Australian accent because this film is Australian. The accents are pretty pretty sexy. Yeah, are they? I like the Australian accent. I don't know. There's something hmm. about it. Um, I like the me. New Zealand accent. Okay. Not a not as big a fan of the Australian accent. I think sometimes Australian accents that are like kind of soft ones are nice. Like some mm. of the ones in this one are nice, but like the really strong ones, I'm not a fan of. You're not a fan of? I, I like no. it. It's it's weird. It's got like a primal quality to it. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's an interesting accent. It's nice. Um. So then the dad brings a hammer to the table. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because, like, the thing is, like, she's, like, it's finger looking good. And she's, she's like, like, do you agree? And he, he doesn't say anything. She's like, do you agree? And then the dad like, brings the finger hammer. Finger looking good. That's how they sound. Oof. Oof. I think that was more offensive than my fire joke. Are you going to fire me? I'm going to cut your pay. That's for sure. Bye. 275 percent fuck you don't know maths you don't know what that means <laughs> so that means i get so i got like a thousand euro more yes exactly yes That's what I mean. i'm excited um, okay so so yeah then she, she makes yeah. she makes brent suck on her finger uh yeah and i wrote She's like, show me. And then he like licks her finger. I said, girls love them fingers sucked. What can I say? Girls love them fingers sucked. You're right. They love them fingers love sucked. <laughs> and at this point, we're getting quite a lot of close-ups of Lola. And what I noticed, which you may not have noticed because you're a stinky boy, I noticed that her makeup is like really childlike, but like mm. the kind of makeup you do as a child on yourself. Yeah. So she's got sparkly bright pink nails. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got blue eyeliner. Yes. Like all around her eyes. And she's got pink eyeshadow. Yes. And then she's got like sparkles, like mm-hmm. kind of all over. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely has that vibe of, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And the she kind of rest of her good. face is bare, so it's showing her freckles. Yes. Um, so overall, very childlike. Yeah, very childlike. Um, and I liked that as someone who likes makeup. I thought it was interesting. The makeup told me a story. Thank you. Um, Abby, put that insight. <laughs> so. Uh, and then I think at some point Brent's like, I need to go to the bathroom. He communicates that, right? Yes. And she's like, I'll just do it here. And she takes a glass and... Chugs the, the milk. Chokes, chugs the milk. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's very important. She does chug the milk <laughs> before she takes a glass. It's kind of disgusting. She chugs the milk, gulps it up. And then she's like, just pee into this. I think she asks him first if he needs to pee or poo. And he stupidly says pee. And uh, she's like, number ones or number twos? That wasn't. Uh, that was, that was Mrs. Lovett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you want to pop a pussy into that pie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> recycling the bits. <laughs> We're all about bit recycling here, guys. The world is dying. That's why you should listen. <laughs> why you should listen to all the episodes so you get all the jokes. You want to be on the joke, right? Yeah, right. You don't want to be left out, you loser. loser you want Brad to come and punch you? He will. He's out of jail next week. Yeah, you never know. You need to call John Hughes. He's gonna direct it. Mm-hmm. We're gonna film hold it a and session. direct it. We're gonna do a Ouija board directing session. I'm gonna put it on YouTube and say uh, a nerd gets fucked up. <laughs> Starring Brad. Directed by John Hughes. R.I.P. 
Okay, so um, <laughs> so then, um, so yeah, and then yeah, so pee pee. He does a pee. He does pee. She says glass milk drink drink. Takes then she goes. She's like, oh okay, grand, you can pee in this. And he she, she takes his pee pee out. She takes his penis out. We don't see his penis, but we do. No. like kind of yeah. We see that she. We figured this one. Yeah, her dad is behind him. I guess at this point he's looking at it like mm-hmm. hmm. he's watching her. <laughs> yes. Um, she's great. Very nice. Um, and she yeah she takes his uh, penis and she says what? Look at that mountain. Love it. <laughs> I said that by accident. She says um, go or daddy's gonna nail it to the chair. Which is, uh, oof. That gives hurt. me a little bit of a shiver, yes. That would hurt. Because Dad still has the hammer in his uh, yeah, hand. Yeah, and, and then he nail. gets a nail. Yeah, gets and the then nail. they start a countdown to 10. Oh, Jesus. And just before the clock runs out, um, he starts to pee. Yeah, so yeah, they count from 10. Uh, he literally, I think, has the nail like close to his penis at this mm-hmm. point, right? He's like, oh, my God, it's terrible. He's ready to do it. Oh, my God. Can um, you believe? Oh, I can't. Oh, it just has to be so, so painful. Oh, my God. It has to be so terrible. Um, <laughs> okay, so then, he she uh, he pees. She says the worst line in the movie. It's the best line in the film. I hate it. I laughed out like a crazy <laughs> person. I forgot that this line is in the film. Um, he start he starts peeing. <laughs> and she looks at it and she says, "It's crying," <laughs> which is hilarious. Like, it's crying. I better kiss it better. <laughs> And then she says, or I'll bite it off so she can never kiss it again. Referring Implying to Holly. Because yeah, she's time. watched her do the fellatio. Yeah, she, she watched her do the fellatio. But when she says it's crying, she does it in such a like innocent girly tone. Mm-hmm. And it's right after that tension moment. And like my body just went, Because <laughs> <laughs> I found it so funny. I don't know. It was funny. It's but I also funny. hated it. Uh, yeah, it's very weird. Yeah. And then, better kiss it better is also a ugh. thing to say. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, definitely a thing to go with. Because when you see a, a penis uh, pissing, that's the first instinct you have is kiss it. Ugh. No. I mean, for some people probably, and you know what? That's fine. what you're into, that's fine. That's what you're into, that's okay. We're not judging. Um, for us, or for me, no thank you. Yeah, I would say, like, wipe it off first with something. <laughs> so, then... <laughs> So then yeah, we had this. It was always this, we had, I had this discussion when I was in high school with a guy about whether you use toilet paper after you pee as a man, mm-hmm. just like a little bit to kind of make it drier. Mm-hmm. Um, I sometimes do that. I think it's not a bad thing to do. A lot of people go and they just kind of like do this, like they shake it furiously for it to not. I think that's be probably bad well. for your penis. Uh, I don't know. I think shaking your penis, your penis furiously is usually a good thing. It feels quite nice. My but, penis. <laughs> You want to, since you're in a singing mood, you want to sing the song from from Big Muff too? I'm gonna do sex on a lady, and the lady's gonna do sex on me. We'll be just like a mommy and daddy. We're gonna touch parts where we pee. Thank you. Uh, that soundtrack is now on Spotify, and I would recommend <laughs> you listen to it because it's fucking great. <laughs> was it? Oh yeah, it's on well... Spotify. You can listen to it. It's great. We're listening to it on, on New Year's. Oh, interesting choice. Uh, anyway, so um, so so he makes uh, his penis cry, uh, and then 
Did they? And oh yeah, and then so Brent then kicks her somehow yeah. and escapes because it's fear, yeah. not yeah. tied together. I don't think. Um, or they're tied together, but they're not like they're not stuck down or anything. Yeah. So he manages to kick her, um, and then so he had been like using his razor, I think. Yeah. To like cut the stuff or whatever, and no, I was like, true. did they not like? check him they, they changed yeah. his clothes did they miss the razor i think they missed the razor yeah how it's around his neck maybe he put it in his pocket i don't know well it's not um, a good place to keep a razor is it no there's i can't conceive of any possible way where they missed the razor so i have to just assume that it's a plot hole we're supposed to ignore i guess so um, sean dm us sean excuse me uh, please explain fhk podcast instagram handle Yes, we Get have, in have touch. an email address, fhkpodcast.gmail.com. If you have any future projects, we can definitely not provide you with any money, but reach out still. I'd we can to do talk something. We can give you good feedback like this one. Yeah, yeah exactly. We're, we're really useful. Uh, great people. Sean. Fun people to hang around with. All right, people. Please call. Someone. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then... Brent escapes somehow, runs um, runs away. There's kind of like a little chase. Yeah. And then he climbs up a tree, and then they start throwing rocks at him to get him down. Yes. Uh, before that, Dad crashes the car into the tree. It's all kind of like... Sort of reminiscent. It, it's very... Um, I think it's done very well, because sometimes... So the thing is, yeah, the, it's like we got so far with the films where everything goes well, and it's like all that choreographed, that films now do a thing where it's a horror film, and everything goes bad, and everybody does a stupid thing, and they try to make it realistic. But sometimes they make it so stupid that it's just like, <sighs> yeah. This is good, well done. Where yeah. it's like everybody does something stupid, but in a way that's kind of I don't know. It's feels believable. Normal. Yeah, it yeah. Feels it's believable that he escaped. It's believable that they kind of missed something. Yeah, like um, they're all pretty bad at it. Uh, yeah. Brent tries to hide under the car, and then the car backs away, and he kind of like awkwardly like, goes. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, I know how I'll escape. I'll climb a tree. And then he jumps in, on a in tree. their yard. And then that, even though he's driving the car very slowly, just drives into the tree. Mm-hmm. It's like stuff like that happens. Yeah, and then um, so then they get him back inside, and Dad hammers knives into his feet, which is not nice. No, <sighs> not nice. It wakes him up. That's and for sure. uh, that's for sure. And it's um, yeah, that's 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 when they start filming the extreme violence for real, and they do it very well. Which is just like yeah, quick cut, loud sound, distinctive sound. It's more important what you hear, I think, in this film than what you see actually. Yeah. Because what you see is not as explicit as you think it is, but mm. the sounds are the sounds are horrible. Horrible. The sounds are very, very, very unsettling. Yeah. And then at this point, Lola is like screaming while while he's getting his feet hammered in. Lola's like screaming at him to cry. She wants Brent to cry, but he's like, "No, I'm brave." Which I think is like a reasonable time to cry, though, if your feet are getting hammered. You have uh, knives knives in your feet. You should probably cry a little bit because he will never walk again. (laughs) No. Or he does walk again. He does. Yeah. Pretty easily. (laughs) Not much issues really. Um, and then they start looking through an old scrapbook. Or a scrapbook of all, all the boys that they've tortured. Um, Which is a nice... Scene. You could kind of say it's it's very similar. Um, it's sort of a prequel to uh, the Netflix film To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Oh, I haven't seen that. They, they're releasing a sequel, right? Yeah. It's like it's like the same. Uh, that looked kind of fun, but I did not watch it. It's like the exact same. Okay. It's the exact same. Mm. Do you want to do it for the next episode of this Fuck Hong Kong podcast? No, it's too scary. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Noah Centineo uh, is in I am very scared of Centineo 
Centennial. So what? Um, and then so they're looking through, and then we find Timmy Valentine. <gasps> Not only is he the um, the zombie lad that we saw, he's also Mia, Jamie's date's brother. <gasps> what? No freaking way. My notebook is also wet. Oh, don't tell me about it. Um, so that happens, and that's kind of all I've written on that. Yeah, that's kind of the scrap. Just a bit of exposition. That's uh, that's well done. It's yeah, kind of so fun. It's, it shows uh, us that there's been many boys before. It is very um, underexplained how they got away with any of it uh, at any point because it seems that they were killing boys from the school pretty regularly throughout a good few years. Even when she was a child. Even when she was a child, and nobody caught on to it. Yeah, and again. It's a plot hole. Yeah, this that film is. We yeah. choose to ignore. Because um, I mean, it's one of those things. Like I'm sure things like that have happened before. Whole families have been hidden in basements and found. Are you sure? You know? Yeah, and like, uh, but I'm just like, if it's not all in one place and doesn't seem like a big town or anything like that, it's like they live on the outskirts. Yeah, it's like I don't know. I think you'd probably somebody will cut into it, but that's like you know, the film doesn't kind of care because it doesn't have time yeah. to do it. And it's boys going missing. Yeah. There's kind of this thing of like people go missing. Also, it's like, yeah, the film is not really about the crime or anything like that. It's more about the, yeah, the torture and all the emotional impact of that kind of stuff. So it doesn't dwell into why and how and stuff like that. Yeah. Which I honestly appreciate. It doesn't bother me or anything. I just... Yeah, I don't. I don't want to have to delve into all that because it takes away time. It's not a true crime or whatever. So then, Lola declares, I'm ready to draw on him. Oh. And then it kind of spares us that scene and just cuts back to the finished product. Yeah. So we get some kind of blurred shots, which are clearly kind of yeah, him, yeah Brent being blinded by pain. Yes. Um, but she's carved a love heart with LS in the middle, which is her her yeah. um, initials. Um, and she's char- carved it into his chest with a fork. Yeah. Which is worse than a knife, I feel, because yeah. a fork would take the the amount, it takes ages, yeah. like the way, the way in which she's carved has drawn quite a bit of blood. Yeah, it's you know, thick enough. That requires a lot more f- force and effort and time than like just doing it with like a knife would. I don't even know how you go about it. Do you put the fork in and then try to scoop the flesh out? Yeah, um, I don't know. Because like you can't really like if you stab somebody like I'm I'm thinking about now because what you said made me think about it is like when you stab somebody with a fork well it makes like free holes right I think that they you have to scoop it a bit (laughs) I reckon that they kind of sharpen it in a way maybe it's probably very sharp that's also true but still that's free it's hard to make a line with a fork because it's free things I have to assume they do a lot of scratching rather than stabbing. Which is, again, almost, like, worse. Yeah, it's not good. You don't want um, that. You don't then, want that on your body. And then they start throwing salt on him just to make it worse. Oh, it's terrible, yeah. It hurts so much. They just do it, I don't know, just to make him It's suffer. almost like they're trying to torture him. Oh, well, is that a torture profile? Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Is that a spooky? <laughs> ah! Am I not pretty enough? <laughs> um... Um, and then we switch. Teenage girl. And I have lots of changes. Problems. Are my arms too hairy? 
Have I bled through my skirt? I don't get that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> Period jokes, everybody. Welcome <laughs> to the podcast. Um, and then, we, that's a good idea, though. We should like do a little bit, bit of period jokes just to kind of take the attention away from all the cum jokes. Yeah. Like we need some 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 menstruation blood in this. Endometrium, a. This is eh? like you know we need to make like that uh, uh, Metallica album cover from Load. Which is uh, sperm mixed with blood. So you brought it back. To Metallica. It's a metal episode. We're talking about metal. Have you ever seen that? No. I'll show you. Periods aren't necessarily blood. It's womb lining. Well, yeah, but like you get it. Oh, okay. (laughs) When you say it's blood mixed with cum. It doesn't really look like that, right? Is, is that oh, like, now you know it is. Is that actually blood mixed with cum? Yeah, it's like made... they took a picture. They didn't know because it's from a painter guy, like an artist. Oh. And they thought it looked cool, but the guy made it using blood and cum, yeah. I'm not really a fan of that. Um, it looks kind of nice. <laughs> that's, that's all I can say, really. I'm not a fan of the story. I'm pretty sure that he just... Well, he could probably supply it himself, so I don't yeah, think he used sure. anything, so... Yeah. I'm fine with that. You know, if you're using your own materials for this kind of art, then you know, go right ahead. You know? Materials. Your natural <laughs> materials. Yeah, that's fine. As long as you're not hurting anybody. Well, yeah, of course. Sure, that's fine. Um, then so they so... made Reload, which is the blood and piss. Oh. I've done those things. Look at that. Uh, listeners, you can now you can do that. You can do you can follow along with the bit at home. Just uh, you know, open up the the Google, you know the Google the Google. Open up the Google. Open up the Goog. Open up the Googs. Googs the, the so you know, fuck. So just uh. Googs the term uh, Metallica load, and then Googs the term Metallica reload. Just make sure to put Metallica at the top instead of like shoot or anything like that because you don't want that. It's friendly advice for you there. Thank you, Mache. Um, so, anyways, um, lo- the loved ones. Oh yeah, that film. Um, so we now cut to Holly, who has arrived home, and or no, has arrived back to Brent's house. Oh yeah, that's a nice scene. Yeah, and there's conveniently he's he's just left a card for her that he's already written but not put an envelope in. Yeah. Um, and in it he's written, uh, it says. So it's very, very sweet. So it's, um, it says, it's got Humpty Dumpty on the front. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Humpty Dumpty, sat in the wall, Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Yeah, I get it. All He's the, the Eggman. Egg all the king's horses and all the king's men. Go and put Humpty together again. I am the Eggman. Cuckoo, cachoo. There you go. <laughs> That's also a big Lebowski joke for you guys who oh. get it. Oh. I am the walrus. I am the Eggman. I am the walrus. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Donnie. Thank I you. haven't seen the big bass. I know, that's why I'm making the joke. Um, I'm making it to the microphone. I'm not looking at you, am I? I'm looking at our yes. listeners. I'm looking at Juliet. Don't look at her. Why? Why? Because. <laughs> Don't right, be that's... looking at our listeners. All right, so is that They're the... called listeners, not lookers. So I should listen to them? Yeah. It's the other way around. We're the, we're the listening ones. <laughs> Anyways, um, Jesus, so anyway, okay. so that's the car. 
that's so the that's card. the card and it says so he's written i love you in it yeah um, and then he's written thanks for doing what all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't and then we'd win it and cry did you have a little cry no i'm not a weak bitch did they crown we get back to lola and they crown her as the dance queen and she's like oh my god i can't Mm. believe it um and she gets crowned with a christmas cracker crown a pink one that was very nice um and then mia starts Fuck, I've just completely... I read my uh, notes mindlessly without telling our listeners that we were switching scene again. We're going to a different scene. So Lola got crowned. We switched to Mia and Jamie. Um, we switched back to the dance and Mia is touching Jamie inappropriately during the dance and they get kicked out. Uh, yeah, touching him inappropriately is a way to phrase it. She grabs his uh, junk. <laughs> I think she doesn't like she doesn't grab his penis because it's like he's not hard or anything so it's all like jumbled together in a disgusting little ball so she grabs that <laughs> and he's like uh, men are disgusting he's trying to be polite earlier although um, if you grab somebody by a vagina like that it's also not very nice it wouldn't really feel great either yeah I don't think so I don't think if somebody grabs your penis like that yeah it I don't think it would, nice. either would feel very great I think yeah. it would just be like oh okay it'd be the same as like grabbing your arm it's like when in mayhem when they have sex with all their clothes on. Take yeah. off your clothes. Animals. Let it breathe. Let it breathe. Okay, so anyways. Um, so they get kicked out of the ball and the uh, headmaster or whatever says, if you want to do stuff like that, just get, get outside. You're disgusting kids. Uh, and then which we is fair. S- he's, yeah. He's right. He's right. And don't, then we be, s- don't be jerking off your, your partner on the dance, dance floor. floor. Disgusting. He's going to make a mess. And then we switch back to the house to um, Brent and Lola and Brent's feet have pink glitter and blood on them which I thought was pretty fun Yeah. Um, and then they're dancing and she's like when I find my prince this is the song we'll dance to at my wedding but you're not him you're just another frog and she punctuates the sentence by standing on the knife in Brent's foot ouch hurty you know you kind of get in that film that she like at the beginning you're like oh she doesn't like him or she has this thing against him because he said no to the dance Mm -hmm. but I think as the film goes on you start getting this idea like it doesn't really matter no it does not matter it's just like a target yeah it's just like it's just another victim he really it really doesn't matter who he is or why it's Mm -hmm. like she just has all this anger and sexual energy that is clearly not taking you know she's not taking out yeah I think it's kind of a thing as well of like this is the thing that she does with her dad so she's trying to keep it's like when you when you pretend you still like yeah. tennis I don't know why tennis. that was the example that yeah. came to my head I never played tennis yeah but you like still like you did something you know, you with liked, your dad when you were younger yeah like, like you're trying to yeah. pretend you still like something so your parent yeah. is happy it's that kind of thing to like keep up the relationship that's a, a really good observation I agree yeah thanks Mate <laughs> Um, I was genuine. That was not a bit. <laughs> um, and then Lola starts dancing instead with her father, and she's like, "You're the prince." And then they nearly kiss. And then they nearly kiss. Oh, it's gross. It's just gross. Um, um, but and then I've written. <laughs> we find out that all the like other victims, the previous victims, are actually still alive, and they're in the basement. But I just wrote, "They keep all the other frogs in the basement." Oh, that's good. That's, that's, that's <laughs> you got it. So many frogs. So anyways, uh, why don't they kiss? Be- why didn't I write that down? Um, because 
Jamie, I guess Brent tries to escape. Yeah, I think he tries to escape again. He does something. Oh, he's got the razor and he's like trying to cut yeah. things and then I think he drops it. He yeah, does something, something that stupid, yeah. gets some attention. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they come back to him. Uh, cool. Right, yeah. And then they yeah, open the, the hole and it's like, oh yeah, everybody else is, is there. Mm. Like all the previous boyfriends, everybody from the scrapbook. They're living in the in the cellar as they're like zombies yeah like a little you know, very similar to the people under the stairs they're like uh um mole people yes they're like mole people they're like a george romero fan, fan club yeah uh, having their annual meetings in the basement or whatever uh yeah it's pretty cool uh do we get to the drilling i think because um, wikipedia says next we go to we see me and jamie are riding outside the school yeah they're having a little bit have, of old school sex and we have a fake out moment where we think that because the dad leaves and he's approaching something and we have a fake out moment where we're like oh my god the dad is gonna find them they're just parked outside the house yeah which is a weird which is a strange thing but then it, we realize it's actually the principal yeah, it's they're like just the, outside school. yeah it's like the silence of the lambs thing but like i'm not sure why uh they put it in i would actually you know what sean my piece of feedback would be don't do it <laughs> i mean it's fine but like you're better than that dude and you got better than that doing the devil's cant. Sir. Please keep making films. Yes. And DM Please. Um, okay, so then then we get to the drilling. Then we get to the drilling, which is the star of the show. That's how the film was sold. You see it on all the posters. That's what everybody keeps talking about. Um, yeah, so the drilling is basically... Uh, they have a drill. <laughs> and they're like, we're going to put it in your forehead and drill a hole in it. But not too far. Not too far, because we don't want to, I don't know, ruin you too much. We just no, want to ruin you a little bit. Here's your brain. Uh, yeah, they just want to open. Your skull. Yeah, they just want to open a, a hole in your skull. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the idea. And we learned that it's Lola's first time doing the drilling, mm-hmm. so she's it's a big thing for her. But it also allows the film to kind of have all those things where she tries to do it, like where it builds up to it, and then she fails. Yeah. Which is very effective because the drill is. Um, loud and yeah. it's, it's not a nice sound it's a horrible sound when it's not being used as a weapon yeah it's in like, general it's a horrible yeah sound. it's a generally a horrible sound when you get the the context it also starts feeling like uh, like the dentist it's got this dentist feeling of somebody drilling into you mm-hmm. it's not even your tooth it's in your head it's really not nice um she starts out by taking the drill and and she puts it on and she tries to put it to his forehead in a very slow fashion and you're like, oh, and it keeps coming. But then she obviously just scrapes his forehead. Yeah, because she doesn't put enough pressure. She just kind of expects that it's going to do all the work. Yeah, it's going to do so all the work. Uh, well, if you know how drills work, you probably figured out that you have to, like, you have you need to have so much strength to actually do Make something like to, that. You yeah. need to have strength to control it. Yeah, exactly. So, but anyways, it's a nice little fake out. That's a good fake out moment. I like that. Because, yeah. It, makes, because yeah, that, it builds the, such attention that then you're like, ah. Also, the anticipation of this scene works so good because you're like, well, they can't drill a hole in his head. He's going to, that's, what? He's how, the main character that will end gonna, the film. Yeah, how are you going to go from there? Mm-hmm. But they actually do. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they do. Which Not is, to ruin it for your listener, but yeah, so you know, if you want the, all the nice tension and all the like, you know. You should have watched the you film. watch it. Idiot. Oh, how am I supposed to scare you with the idea of a drill coming? Boo. So yeah, they managed to drill a hole in his skull. She just yeah. has to do it a bit harder. And then the dad brings over a kettle. We hear the kettle boil. Yeah. We hear it go, and then he brings it over and Lola says, it works, you know, it boils your brains and turns you into one of them. 
Which is an interesting physics is idea. Them? Is the them bright eyes? Yeah, the them is the bright eyes and the people in the basement. Mm, the people in the stairs? Mm. 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 Uh, the, 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 the everybody infected by the mayhem disease? Mm. Mm. The sack man? Kitty, kitty, kitty. So then we learned that the hole is too small. Yeah, so the, that hey. has to... So she's like, the hole's too small, Daddy. Please make it bigger. And this is just a pure exploitation, make you suffer moment where you have to sit there and listen to the dad. Mostly listen because you don't see much, but yeah, listen to the dad. You making the, the hole bigger in his skull. You see the like bits of his skull. Yeah, and being, smoke. Yeah, like... Mm. Yeah, that's pretty, when I say bits nasty. of his skull, I just mean kind of like the... Looks like powder, you know. Yeah, Anyways. yeah. You know. Yeah, and then Brent screams, and it aligns with, like, the metal music. The metal music starts playing. Yeah, and that's the cut, too. Something else, right? No. Oh, no, sorry. That's He just starts screaming with the metal music, and then he escapes. Yeah, so he then gets his blade from behind him and slices the dad across the face. Which is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, so they don't put the water in his brain, which is why he doesn't no. turn into zombie, I guess. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so he gets all this strength because he's upset because they drilled a hole in his head. Yeah, he has uh, a kind of moment of flash, not flashback, but like remembering all the good things about his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like remembers his dad, remembers yeah. his mom, remembers his girlfriend, Holly. Her titties. Remembers her titties. Um, and then so yeah, he gets that adrenaline, I guess. Yeah. He slices the dad, he slices removes the, the knives from his feet. Yeah. And then he throws the drill at the dad and stabs him. Uh, yep. And then Brad comes in and he starts beating Lola. Beating Lola up. And like, she's got like a bloody nose. Like, whoa, 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 Brad. And Brad's like, hey, you can't hit a girl. Yeah, yeah just like take it easy a little bit, you know what? Come on. <laughs> and then Sean Byrne yells, cut. And looks at the script and is like, what the fuck? Yeah, and then John Hughes comes in and he's like, hit her harder. <laughs> um... <laughs> So yeah, no, Brent, Brent starts to punch Lola and like kind of wrestle with her while metal music is playing the whole time. It's pretty cool. Isn't it cool when metal music is playing yeah, over this? Good. Don't you like it's it? Pretty good. It's I, good. I just don't like recreationally listening to metal music. That's fine. I get it. But like, you know, in, in a good environment, it's effective, right? It mm-hmm. gets you that pumping thing. Like, ooh. Yeah, it's exciting. It's nice, right? Mm-hmm. You can get that without the film. It's also nice. No, thank you. That's okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> if you go to a concert, I'm going to see a Napalm Death soon. Very excited about that. If you hear somebody playing that in front of you, that's a, that's a whole different rush. Ouch. I remember the first time that somebody screamed in my face on a metal concert. Like the vocalist came over and like held me and screamed right into my face. I will never forget that. That sounds terrible. I was uh, transformed forever. I'll never go, never go back. That's what fucked you up. Um, that's why you're like this today. That is exactly it. Fuck, makes sense. Uh, my parents divorced. No, no effect on me whatsoever. <laughs> All, all the, you know, all the breakups, all the heartbreaks. Ah. Am um. I not pretty enough? <laughs> Is my heart too broken? But that man once screamed into my face and now I'm forever, forever lost. Yeah. Okay, now let's get back to the film. <laughs> this is getting exciting. We should give you a focus on it. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Um, yeah, so yeah, what happens? That bad. He throws dad into the lads in the basement and yeah. they eat him because yeah. they're very hungry. Yeah, because they're little zombie men and they are fed with 
Roadkill. Oh, yeah, Roadkill. <laughs> There's a little scene where they take Roadkill, cut off its head, and then put it to the uh, people under the stairs. People under the floor, you could say. Uh, yeah, and um, so yeah, so they start eating the dad, which is great. Yes, and then Lola kind of gets, um, he gets, she throws Brent down there. Yeah, and then Brent goes down, and then it starts to be a little bit weird. Um, I think the implication is that Brent fights all the people there and kills them. You're gonna have to kill them because they're yeah. because I guess their brains are boiled, like they don't yeah. understand that they're the same. Yeah. So. It's a bit of a weird moment. It's kind of a moment where you wish he hadn't yeah. killed them, but that's kind of the only way he could survive. Yeah. We don't really see that happening either, right? It's just like, yeah. A, yeah. We go to something else, right? We do. So we go to Jamie bringing a drunken Mia home. Yeah. And he says this sweetest well, little line. She's more high than drunk, I guess. She's both. Yeah. She drank like a whole bottle of vodka and yeah. also smoked a lot also of Also had sex, which also really fucks you up. Jamie. Yeah, fucks true. you up. Um, Jamie says the sweetest little line. He drops her home and she's so drunk. She yeah. can't really walk or see. And then her dad's just there looking at him. And he's like, must have danced her off her feet. And then the dad's just like, oh, sweet boy. And then Jamie takes off a gun and shoots, shoots himself in yeah. the head. Exactly. And you're like, oh, that's the moral of this story. Yeah. Don't be the funny fart Don't guy. Don't be the funny fart guy. In the film. And then John Hughes yells, cut! And then Brad comes and in. And farts. Oh, uh, Jesus we had to have a fart joke and then this podcast at some point I'm sorry Wait, what did you joke? think that this is I don't know <laughs> <laughs> this is somebody somebody farting is a joke yeah. somebody farts so is it already a joke hilarious. it's so funny <laughs> did you expect high art from this podcast more like high fart high fart she dabbed I dabbed it was shameful alright what's what happened next so next, um, J- the dad goes into the um, into Mia's bedroom and she's just lying there crying and she says, "Why can't you find him?" Referring to her brother, I assume, mm-hmm. who she misses. Yeah. And next, you know what Lola does to Bright Eyes? What does she do? I'm asking you. Yeah, she kills her. Yeah, how? Uh, I honestly don't remember. She, she smothers going? her with a pillow. Yeah, she smothers her with a pillow and she says, Good night, Good night mommy. mommy. Which it was means her that mom her mom. Along. What the heck? Uh, yeah, you don't really get a lot of information on how that worked or what happened, but you can, I guess, kind of assume that the, the dad daughter relationship was stronger and that they, I guess, at some point decided to kill mom off, but kind of leave her good enough to still be, I don't know sexual object for the dad I'm not sure yeah. but like definitely has a vibe of stuff like that uh, anyway like she's dead now yeah she's upset Lola's upset because her dad is, just died and got eaten by a bunch of people under the floor and so she kills the mom as an act of revenge because she is uh, yeah pretty much a teenager who doesn't know how to control her emotions and acts out and also is just jealous and it's jealous and yeah so that's yes. yeah that's what she does cool and nice then, and then Holly Remembers, she's like, Hey, wait, Lola yeah. asked her into the dance. I'm gonna call the police to go check there. Yeah, and then the policeman goes to that house, and then I've just written fuck <laughs> with three exclamation marks. Police goes into the house, the policeman, uh, Mia's dad, goes into the house, 
has a look around, and then Brent, uh, Brad starts sh throwing shit at the ceiling of his basement, which is the floor of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a very complicated way to explain that. But he, yeah, and, and the, the policeman is like, ooh, what's that? And he starts going close, going close. He opens the trap door. He sees stuff inside. He's like, what the fuck? What the heck? And uh, Brent looks up, and there's a Lola behind him, and he tries to say something, but... He can't. His vocal cords were destroyed by bleed. Remember in the film before, it was set up. And it's a whole then thing. the policeman the dies. The policeman dies. He sad. gets fucked up. Yeah, and but then it. with the policeman fell into the basement, with him came the gun. Yeah. And so Brent shoots at the disco ball. Yeah. Wastes all the bullets for some reason. Well, he tries to shoot Lola, but he gets the disco He just gets disco the disco ball. ball. Yeah. Gets the disco ball, destroys it. It's fucked up. Mm. But Lola's fine. Mm -hmm. And then Lola says, I'm going to your house now. Yeah. I'm going to stab your mummy in the neck, just like you did to my daddy. And then I'm going to stab Holly in the heart, just like you did to me. Yeah. And that's when the film starts to kind of get to the point of, yeah, family or yeah, people close to you mm -hmm. or like stuff like that. What it's we always... do out of loyalty. Yeah, exactly. Of loyalty, of love, I guess you could mm -hmm. say, for your loved ones or for people who are close to you. Um, okay, yeah, so then uh, I guess at this point uh, Brent starts to get out, or I don't know how long it takes, but he pretty much takes all the people he killed and he makes a pile makes of a corpses. Pile. <laughs> makes a pile of corpses to climb to the top, yeah, to get out. And Lola's walking so metaphorical. Oh, you haven't seen, haven't seen Parasite yet? Yes, it's oh. so metaphorical. That's um, what a character from Parasite would say. Oh, great film, guys, go watch it. And then... <laughs> And then Lola's walking. Um, Lola is walking, singing, Am I Not Pretty Enough? Yeah, she's walking to uh, Brent's house, which is a yes. great idea. She's all covered in blood and has a weapon yeah. in and her hand. And it's daytime. It's daytime, no problem. It's Australia, so nobody minds. Yeah, nobody cares. Oh. Um, and then Holly, I've written in brackets beside a boss bitch, um, yeah. drives to Lola's house. Starts to drive to Lola's house, and mm -hmm. Lola throws a scrap, the scrapbook at the car, and then mm -hmm. gets into the car to stab Holly. What? And then they fight with knives. They fight with knives. And then Holly kicks Lola. Yeah. And then what happens? Does Brent arrive at that point? Yeah. So next, Brent escapes in a police car, and he's driving very fast. Can't stand the tension. Um, and it's kind of like Brent's having a victory. Um, by driving fast again, yeah. by driving again in general, but also driving super fast. Yeah, and then we have a, a recapitulation where Brent swerves around Holly. He's because he's driving yeah, really fast, and then yeah. he sees Holly. He's, he swerves yeah. around her successfully this time. Doesn't hit no trees. Yeah, and he runs over Lola. But he runs over Lola, the person he should run over. Yes. And then Lola starts dragging herself towards the car. She's like mangled. She's in bed. Yeah, she's all she's fucked dragging up. Dragging herself with. Yeah. The knife. Well, they're both like in the car now, I guess, because he got out of the police car, right? And got into Holly's car. Yeah. And they have a little moment where she looks at him, he's like, what? And then she's like, starts No, with it's feeling... the police car. They're in the police car. Oh, they're in the police car. Sorry. Yeah, yeah she, she starts with feeling like hor uh, horrified, and then she's like, oh no. Kind of, it's a build up. Mm -hmm. It's well acted. Good job, lady. Um, and then, yeah, they see Lola. Creeping with her, I guess, legs broken. 
mm-hmm. with the knife or the her cleaver wrists or whatever. are broken yeah, because yeah. one of them is because like her bones hanging out but she's still like kind of dragging herself yeah dragging herself up like a you know like a classic slasher film villain mm-hmm. kind of it has to come back always has to come back always like kind of indestructible mm-hmm. um but she is destructible because they, then they run her over. Yeah, they reverse back over her. And she's dead. Mm-hmm. Like implied. Like what? Implied that she's dead. Oh, yeah. She probably is dead. She, yeah. You would think so. But the spirit of stuff like that is never dead. No. Brent will never speak again. Mm. And, uh, yeah, there's no reconciliation at the end of this film. Yeah, they just arrive home and her his mom gives him a hug. Yeah. Um, and gives Holly a hug and that's it and that's it that's pretty much it you mm-hmm. see some glitter and the credits roll but um, it's not a very happy ending you don't get a feeling no. of victory but um, he's alive he is alive which is you know um, you know I think if they would kill him that would be a bit you know a bit cruel it wouldn't kind be very nice feel kind of pointless mm-hmm. but they you know he, he, he survives they kill Lola but it's a very you know it's a uh, it's a bittersweet uh, victory, yeah. Um, I have two important facts for you about this film. Number one, yes. The tagline of this film is "Prom night can be torture." <laughs> Good one. Number two, which is the fact you. Oh, do they? Like. Oh, they mean the film "Prom Night" with no. Jamie Lee Curtis? No. no oh no. This film because oh. it's happening on prom night. Oh sorry, I thought the film like watching the film "Prom Night" prom night can be torture. No. Okay, gotcha. And then okay. the next one, which is the one you'll actually care about. <laughs> the okay. girl who plays Holly, the woman who plays Holly, yeah, was in yes. the son of the mask. Oh no! Oh no! The oh, sequel no! to no! your favorite. We don't film. talk about it. We have to. We don't talk about son of the mask. I'm sorry, everybody. The son of the mask does not it. exist. It does. What are you even talking it's about? It's right. canon. Okay, that's <laughs> blasphemy. First of all, <laughs> saying son of the mask is blasphemy. Second of all, have you seen that film? Mm-mm. That film, nobody should see it. Please, I'm so sad that we even have to mention it. Um, Well, that makes me uh, rethink a lot of the things (laughs) now that I know that she plays in this film. Son of the Mask is just one of the worst things that ever happened in human history. It is an absolute disgrace to human culture. It's it's just a display of an absolute lack of dignity. Everybody who did that film should burn in hell. Oh. And I mean everybody. The editor, the the costume designer, the guy who was there fucking bringing lunch. I hope you die. Oh. That's my opinion on Son of the Mask. So much. Just wanted to get it out of the way so that I'm clear. So much. (laughs) I see. Did you work on Son of the Mask? No. Did you work on the no. film? Are you sure? Yeah. Show me the papers. <laughs> the papers that I did, did work not on work. <laughs> Confirmed. This woman did not work on Son of the Mask. Um, Mache. Yes. Um, what is happening? What is happening? What's happening? Um, well, somebody's cleaning up a little bit around us. Um, we are, I think, at like two hours of recording time, so, oh, 2.10. Hey, Mache. It's going to be a good time fucking editing it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, hanging out. Oh, what's up? Hey, Mache. In the film, The Loved Ones. Yeah, The Loved Ones. Directed we saw. by Sean Byrne. Sean Byrne loved the it's boy. Australian. Mm. Who would you fuck, haunt, and kill? All right, so I don't have very interesting uh, um, answers to this question, I think, but I'm going to fuck Holly. Okay. What a surprise. Because I saw her titties and she's got an Australian accent. <laughs> 
There you go. There you go. That's all monkey my. Brain. It's my monkey brain. I am man. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, everybody. Who are you gonna haunt? I am gonna Ghostbusters. haunt. Ghostbusters. I ain't afraid of no ghost. Do. Who you gonna haunt? I'm gonna haunt uh daddy. Dad. I mean dad. Not daddy. <laughs> Not daddy. I'm gonna haunt dad. I don't know. I want uh, I want him to have a good hard look on himself. Because there are moments in this film where he kind of seems to be semi reflectional or like has some sort of awareness of what's going on. Just kinda of goes along with it. Mm-hmm. But he should know better. And he stop. And I wanna haunt him with the visions of all the terrible things he did. And uh, yeah, and I'm gonna kill uh, Jamie because uh, I don't want no farts in that film. <laughs> you deserve to die, Jamie. You are definitely the most killable person in this film. I cannot think of anybody else I would like to kill in this film. Anybody that you know brings out any anger in me, anybody that I think is kind of crazy or weird, uh, it's you, Jamie. It's Jamie. Uh, I hope you die. Okay, sit. Hey, Abby. Um, yeah, hi. Um, who um, you want to fuck on kill? In the film The Loved Ones. Oh, in the film The Loved Ones? Yeah, that one. Yeah, who, do wanna, who do I want to fuck on or kill? And who do you want to fuck on kill all at the same time? Oh. So. I want to fuck Jamie. Ooh. He's sweet boy. But I killed him. Nah. You got to fuck his corpse? Don't ask. Um, he's sweet boy. He's a little bit funny. Has drugs. Um, That's a little fart every once in a while. I'm not interested in that bit. Um, but he's not too troubled, so he doesn't come with um, a uh, lot of baggage, yeah, yeah, um, such true. as um, no vocal cords and uh, near lobotomy. True. That's, that's a good point. Um, I'm going to Han. Are you going to listen to some heavy metal music with him? No. Do you know that... Uh, uh, What's wrong with a good melody? <laughs> we, we were just in a car crash and you died. And I'm okay. <gasps> Oh my god! <laughs> you deserve that. I should have smoked. Should have killed a dad for saying that. <laughs> Can I go back? Um, you know that an average person farts between five and fifteen times a day. Makes sense. Yeah. It's a little rounding fact to you. Thank you so much. I couldn't have lived without that joke. I mean, that's it's not fact. a joke. <laughs> it's an actual thing. I read it on Google two days ago. Why? Uh, we were having a big conversation about farting in our team room. I hate that. Today we had a long conversation about the mask. Um, so anyway, I'm gonna haunt um, the dad. Who? Just like me. Why? Yeah, because it's a different motive to you. I think that he. Well, not really. Like I think that he is the worst criminal in the situation. Yeah. And yeah. I always prefer to haunt and yeah, torture. Yeah, because it's like a bigger the criminal, yeah. the one that's the worst. Um, because he really raised his daughter not well. Because the thing is, his daughter at this stage is kind of worse than him. But like yeah. she was raised by him, yeah, exactly. and it's, it's not... clearly him who started it. So exactly, the responsibility is more with him. Yeah, I agree. So he deserves to die, or he deserves to, to be he deserves haunted. to die, but he also deserves to be haunted. Yeah, and then I'm gonna kill, um, and this won't come as a surprise to anybody. I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna kill Lola. What? I know it's not shocking because she's not very nice. <gasps> oh my god! I didn't think of that. I know. Mm. I'm just, it's funny because it makes of, sense. I was kind of between forget. Jamie and the dog. 
No, the dog's already dead. Oh, sorry. I kill him again. Because <laughs> Lola is horrible. She is a pretty and nasty she lady. She deserves death. Wait, you mean she was not pretty enough? She was not pretty enough. Was her heart her too broken? Her heart's too broken. Did she sweat too much? What the fuck is the next <laughs> I don't know. Are my arms too hairy? Did I piss myself? <laughs> Did I leak my titties? What? Leak my titty pics. Did what? Leak my titty pics. Oh, leak my... Oh, it was like she was leaking from her tits. No, and I was yeah. like, is she lactating? What do you mean? She hasn't had a baby as far as I know. Yeah. Cannot lactate without the bee. She leaked her uh, titty pics. That's even... That's a lot better. Like, that'd be like... Nice. Well, that was the film. Well, that the was the, ones. the love was. I'm sure you enjoyed that, that edition of the Fuck on Kill podcast. I hope you listened with your significant other and it got uh, you in the mood. Yeah, you guys did a little. First of all, praying. Yeah. You disgusting people. Disgusting. Um, have a great time. Uh, have a great time. Please use a condom. Or unless uh, you want to have a baby. Unless you want to have a baby. Uh, but then you, it's a more complicated process. So, you know, get a cup. Get uh, some uh, gloves and make turkey sure, baster. Yeah, uh, a few eggs. A priest. A priest, a few eggs. Uh, baking uh, soda. A slow cooker is good for that kind of stuff. <laughs> Not necessary though. No, and a pinch of salt. A pinch of salt. Just a pinch of salt. Yes, just a pinch. You want your baby to be a little bit salty. Mm. Nobody likes a uh, a fart boy like Jake. <laughs> they forgot to salt him. <laughs> Hey Abby. <laughs> yes. We're gonna we're gonna do it again. What? I know we're gonna do this again. Fuck's sake! We're gonna we... do it again. Oh. We're gonna keep doing it until we die. No. Because this is our curse to. now. Don't want People to. don't know that, but this is some funny backstory in the Falcon Kill podcast. We're actually cursed. We <laughs> made a deal with the devil that we have to make this until we die. Uh, it's a burden. Yeah, it's a burden. It's really uh, difficult. I haven't seen my family in months. Exactly. But what we got in return is. Uh, some Reese's Pieces, so... Yeah, but I'm worth actually... It. Yeah. It's, you know, he can only have the yellow ones, I can only have the brown ones. Yeah. That's the agreement. We do the whole thing, yeah. And then the devil is... He gets has our the, lives. Yeah. The he gets the podcast. Oh, the podcast. And all the revenue, because we make a yeah, lot of money on this podcast. And it, oh, he gets off to it. It's kind of a weird dude. Yeah, it's weird. We should really stop hanging out with him. <laughs> we can't, because we're cursed. But every time I talk about cum, it's because the devil likes it. Yeah, he's puppeteering us, but... He just, he just needs that. If I don't talk about coming a lot on the podcast, he calls me up. He's like, hey, I couldn't get my nut today. What's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, and then Brad comes in. He's like feeding Macho. And he's like, what the fuck, man? The devil didn't get his nut today. <laughs> and then John Hughes comes in. He's like, nah, fuck. He's going in the deleted scenes. <laughs> well, what's happening next week? Oh, so much. Um, next week no Valentine's Day Valentine's Day is done it's gone you cannot be in love anymore no. break up with whoever End you're in a relationship with um, it's done yeah next week we're gonna have a special guest oh we're talking about it can we talk about it okay we're uh-huh. gonna talk about it uh, so that way Juliet can find out yeah we're gonna <laughs> Juliet we need to tell you we're gonna have a special guest what's their name Oh, fuck, what was her name? Mm. She, um, 
Juliet. It's Juliet. Oh my god. Uh, we're going to have a first guest on the podcast. It's going to be Juliet. She's going to come in uh, and probably be traumatized for life. And we're going to be talking about uh, the film Cabin in the Woods. And it's going to be great. Uh, she chose that film. So it's going to be her choice. Yes, we're very uh, excited. So, yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, tune in to that. Um, you can find us on iTunes and Spotify or wherever you're listening to this. We have a website, fhkpodcast.com. We have an Instagram, fhkpodcast. Uh, we have Abby's uh, bank account where you can put in money. A-I-B-K-I-E-347-89. 6969696969669. Dab. Thank you for listening. We Thank love you. you guys. Uh, be safe. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Have a nice life. You know, in the last episode, I uh, I cut out well, because I started talking about some bullshit at the end, so I just faded out.